the I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Podescu Podcast is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hey, this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From, From the Infectious Groove Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams, then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there, but we always have fun with it. Oh, I'm sure I'll say something dumb. Subscribe to the Infectious Groove Podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. Podcast. I am CJ. With me, as always, is my hetero like me, Rico. What's up, man? Oh, it didn't hear anything you just said. It, you didn't hear that? No. Toga, toga. That better? No, I think the mic has a thing that when you start screaming, it actually like cancels you out because it's actually getting quieter the more you yell. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, that makes me be able to make this other reference. A little bit louder now. A little bit louder now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what I man. said was, toga, toga, there you toga. Go. There you go. We're going to leave all that in, by the way. Typically, I would cut a lot. I think we need to leave that this time. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I I, <laughs> I think we uh, I think we graduated for an interesting opening. How's that? There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, yes, kids are back in school. Uh, well, young people. Yeah, I don't know if kids are a little rough because I'm, we're talking post high school, but yeah. <laughs> younger than us is what you mean. Yeah, well, no, well, yeah, at this point, yeah, definitely younger than me. Um, definitely younger than me. I don't, I mean, yeah, it, but it's you, not... you're still within that comfortable range. That, like if you, if, if you were single and tried to go after someone who was like a junior or senior in college, it wouldn't be like, uh, yeah, I it, guess that's true. But on my own personal thing, I'd be like, oh God. Well, like, I don't know. I don't have any patience for anybody who's 22 anymore. <laughs> maybe, but I'm saying from a, from a perspective Sure. Position. Nobody would be like, ugh. But if I went after someone who was like 21, 22, technically, while well, legal, people would be like, eh? I, I, I mean, 21, 22, it, 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 that would be the border for you. That, and for no, me, that, no, I mean, honestly, for me, the youngest I think comfortably I would be at at this point is 28. But I agree. I, yeah. I would. I, but, you know. We're not here to talk about you fucking no. college girls. We're here to <laughs> no. talk about, you know, everyone else fucking, fucking college, college girls. Fucking college girls, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, because of the back to school college thing, we realized we have never done a true college episode. Or a back, goddamn- to, back to school special, really, is what I wanted to call it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that being said, there's a lot of these fuckers. Uh, we've narrowed them down to four. Uh, well, three, really, but with an honorable mention. I I watched all four because I you know. I watched the honorable mention. I skipped Van Wilder because I've seen it so many times. Ah, okay, okay. But I will say, uh, I the the other three that I saw, which here here's the list: Animal House, Road Trip, Van Wilder, and Accepted. Um, it's been forever since I've seen Animal House. I it's also been even longer since I've seen Road Trip. Uh, and I've never seen accepted. So, all right. So m- then, my first question was, "What did you think of accepted?" I liked it. Um, I think Justin Long, uh, especially at the time, was an underrated. You know, he, you know, he's sort of if you combine Michael Sarah with Jonah Hill in a roundabout way. Okay, he's got the wit of of Jonah Hill, but he's got the looks of Michael Sarah. Um, no, I think he's a little more attractive than Michael Sarah. He he's more attractive than Michael Sarah. Look, Michael Sarah was actually pretty good looking until he actually started aging. Like I looked at Michael Sarah now, and I'm like, oh my god, what happened to you? Oh, speaking in that same vein, there's a character from Animal House that I felt the same way about. Which one? Um, Christ, what's his name? Who do, who do you play? No, I don't. That's what I'm trying to remember. Um, he he's Amadeus because it's the same guy. I oh, know Tom Hulls. Yeah, he he did not age well. <laughs> no, look, not for nothing. A lot of these guys, a lot a lot of these people did not age well. Like it, you know who really didn't age well? Who's that? Belushi. Oh no, he he aged very well. He fucking uh, you know he he made some very. <laughs> no, I'm not going to make that joke. It's, it's... <laughs> I went there. Uh, I did it. I'm all right with that. John, you know how well John Belushi aged? He became Jim Belushi. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, there, there goes our chance of ever having Jim Belushi on here, unfortunately. Actually, no, I think you'd find that kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't I don't know about that. Let me, let me give you a little he, bit he's, of uh, He's back. heavy into weed now, so... Yeah, okay, so he may not lift a, be able to lift a finger to give a shit, but he, that doesn't mean he won't be able to give a shit. <laughs> anyway, um, you... uh, there was a movie called Wired that came out in, like, 89, 90. Hmm. Virtually no one's seen it. It's so impossible to find. And it was a biopic about John Belushi. Okay. And it was, like, maybe, like, what, seven years after he died or something? So it was really... Pretty like, fresh. It, Pretty quick, and and the from what I understand, the production of it, the story itself is bizarre because it starts with John Belushi dying and being like given a tour of his life by an angel or something. Huh. And John and John Belushi, so it's kind of like, okay, so imagine I, from what I understand, it's like John Belushi meets It's a Wonderful Life. Okay, you know, it's a, it sounds um, a little more like that movie I've been telling you about, defending your life, honestly. Okay. The one with um uh not Mel Brooks, but the other bro Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks and uh-huh. uh yeah, I can't think of her name right now, but she's famous. I'm just blanking. Anyway, go ahead. Well, so the whole point of this is that Michael Chiklis, yes, that Michael Chiklis played Belushi had his played Belushi and it was his debut. And 
And I've heard he was fine in that film as Belushi, but the movie itself just sucks. And it's also based on a book that's so filled of inaccuracies about Belushi that Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi and Belushi's widow, uh, Judith Parisi or Judith Belushi was what she was known as, um, have condemned the film. And actually Aykroyd will never work with anybody who ever worked on that film. He's actually had like after like he'll find out someone worked on something and then have them fired from his movie or he'll walk. Wow. Yeah. He is the, is the most like they're like, yeah, maybe cocaine and heroin kill Belushi, but fuck this movie in particular and this book and this author and anybody who's ever worked with it. Um, I think Michael Chiklis was kind of given a pass. I don't think he and Aykroyd have ever worked together, but I think Aykroyd understood, dude, he was a struggling young actor. It was his first project. And, you know, why wouldn't he want to play Belushi? You know, right. that right. It's a, whether it's a good or bad movie, it's a good ass role. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're told, Hey, we're going to make a John Belushi biopic seven years after he died, you get to be John Belushi, you know, yeah, like and, your and, name and, is Michael Chiklis. You're gonna, and, you know, yeah. At that point, you're you're basically nobody. I mean, no, no disrespect to Chiklis, but at that point, if you know he's nobody, then you're gonna be like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you go, I mean, when you go from Belushi to the Commish, and then you end up actually becoming like, because there, there was a weird time where like Michael Chiklis was just he looked like me, like yeah. you know, like he was just like heavy set balding guy just not exactly very good looking and then he shaved his fucking head and became buff like, i don't i don't imposing. know i don't know if the guy has the the comedic chop or had i should say the comedic chops for it because he's no longer with us but if i was gonna pick somebody to play uh belushi um obviously the first thought is farley but that's not where i was going is mm. um but i could see gandolfini Visually looking more the part than, say, uh, Chiklis. Yeah, Farley was too Irish looking for sure. I mean, they have the same manic intensity, but he looked nothing like right. him apart from the fact they were big heavy dudes who died yeah. at 33 right. from a speedball. Um, right. Gandolfini's a good, good, good pull. Um, I think they have since made like TV movies about someone else's life and they've included Belushi. Like there was this whole making of Mork and Mindy about Robin Williams and everything. Well, there's, I think, and, I think he makes an appearance in, um, Oh, what the fuck is that movie called? Um, the, and it's the line from Anima, something of futile gesture, something, stu- uh, what the fuck is that? Stupid and futile gesture. What is the, you like this movie better than I did. So you probably, you should know it, but I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking. You may be giving me the line incorrectly or, or, Hold on. It's right when they're talking about what what they should do after they've been expelled. And is there something about a futile? I'm looking it up because it's a documentary on Netflix. So I'm just looking it up. Oh, okay. Because it, right. the documentary is the line and it's about National Lampoon. But Oh, it, I, I think I know what. I've never seen the documentary. I watched the documentary. It's actually not bad. And I, Bel- I was curious about it. And Belushi's represented in that, but it's not about. Belushi, sure, you know, sure. So just to your point, but I'm still gonna find the name of it because it's gonna irk me if I don't fucking figure it. Out. Um, Belushi was definitely like you could see that this that Animal House was made 
around Belushi. Like he, I think someone labeled him as like Harpo Marx meets Cookie Monster. I can see that. He, he doesn't say a whole lot. His, no, his words no. are used sparingly. Um, it's called a futile and stupid gesture. That's just the name of the thing, which is right. which is what he says to him because he he had comes up with this idea and they turn to him and go, "It's a futile, it's a futile and stupid gesture," which is why I think they called the documentary that. It's based off that right. line, but. Um, before we get deeper into the film itself or Belushi himself, I'll I'll ask you this thing because I'm really kind of curious if you're you know and these aren't a franchise, so just keep that in you know like to the audience keep that in mind. It's not like you know when we were ranking Rush Hour or Men in Black or whatever. But if you're ranking these four films, how you doing one to two, you know or one to four? I mean, uh, I have such a soft spot for Van Wilder. So I've seen that movie a billion times. Uh, so I would put Van Wilder at the top. Um, believe it or not, if this was 15 years ago, I would have said Animal House is number two. But my opinion has still my opinion has changed, but not dramatically. Um, I would still probably put it at number two, but I have, you know, comments about it. <laughs> two asters. Uh, is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's too <laughs> impeached is really what it is. It's, it's, um, and then I would go Accepted. I thoroughly enjoyed Accepted. Um, I was, you know, it, it, the problem is, is after Animal House, all of these movies are carbon copies. Oh, um, sure. I mean, you can't well, help but compare them to each other. Let's be real. Here. Van Wilder is an updated version of Animal House to some degree. Absolutely, yeah. um, and then so that leads road trip. And actually, I'm I'm gonna say I I have a love hate for road trip. I th- I was entertained, but fuck me, I can't stand Tom Green. Yeah, but and, and, and I I agree with you on both of those. I really do. And if they were more prominent, like you know, if this was like Freddie Got Fingered or something, I'd be like, this is terrible. But right. Tom Green is not the primary character in this film. You know He's what I mean? He's the fucking narrator. But the narrator, as a narrator, I can handle it. All the acting, all the on-screen comedy is Breckenmeyer, Sean William Scott, um, DJ Qualls, and the, the other guy whose name escapes me, and I don't mean any disrespect to him because I don't have the cast list up in front of me. But Paulo you, Constanzo, I believe his name is. That sounds right. And I, I actually, I liked, I liked him the most. Of the four, like, you know. I, I was a big fan of him. I liked him in uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights. I've only seen that once, so I, I can't really um, speak to it, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, if I'm ranking these, it's funny because we're, we're very close and yet not. <laughs> okay. Because I've got Animal House fourth. No, like I think I audience, think I have Animal House is second, just more of a like it's nostalgia. It's nostalgia, but I like I said, I acknowledge it did not age well. Right now, here's the thing: number one, I totally recognize that these other three films we're talking about and multiple other ones don't exist if there's mm-hmm. not an Animal House. So, like I I I get that, like 100 percent on board, get that, and also mm-hmm. putting it forth doesn't say that I hate it. I'm just taking the four that we're talking about and putting it in a particular order. I didn't hate it. 
but I like the other three substantially better, you know? Look, it's a graduate, but it got a, you know, you're saying it barely squeaked by. It got a D plus is what yeah, you're saying. I, I just, I just didn't get it. Like, here's the thing. Give me, like, give me a second and, and we can deep dive all this because we will. But like with Van Wilder, there's at least to me a story arc. Like you understand what's happening throughout the film, right? Mm-hmm. Accepted. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Road trip. Same thing. Animal House mm-hmm. looked like they really just said, let's be as insane as we possibly can film it and every so often we'll have this thing where you know we're going against the other we'll have real actors talk about how they hate it so much that's really what it (laughs) seemed like you're you're half right um it, it a lot of it was based on real stories from the cast and crew sure and their experiences in college i i don't doubt that uh, I, I said this to Steph because Steph didn't watch Animal House with me. She watched none of these with me, um, in part because she was out of town. She's back now. Sure. Um, but she, and by out of town, I mean she was 30 minutes away. Um, technically, it was out of town. It was in a different Te- fucking Technically, you know, zip- it was a different town. Yes. Anyway. Technically, it's a different zip code. We just didn't take advantage of that. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. On, that was. On- that was well, real fucking like deep cuts. Did you get that? I did, but it was actually area code, not zip code. But go ahead. What? Okay, it was a deep cuts incorrect. You know, it was a deep bruise. That's what. That's what you get when you get deep cuts, but you get it wrong. I'm calling it a bruise. Deep bruise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I tried to explain Animal House to her because I knew she wasn't going to watch it. I told her, I said you should probably watch this with me because it's it is a quote unquote classic. You probably won't like it. But now you should see it so you can be able to tell someone, yeah, I've seen it. I didn't like it, you know? Right. Um, but she didn't see it. And so I tried to explain some of the, you know, point to it. And then as I'm explaining it, I'm realizing there's – our heroes are very unlikable heroes. Like, oh, that's the much. problem Yeah, is that when you have to say, oh, well, the fucking conservative Hitler youth of Omega, you know, the Omega guys – they're just assholes because they have money and they're stuck up and they're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, yeah, but these other slobs that don't do their work and lie and drink and steal and cheat and womanize and peeping Tom, you're like, I, why am I defending these fucking guys? Like, I tried to explain to her what, like, and this is before I re-saw it, about the scene where Belushi climbs a window, uh, climbs a ladder to look in a window. Yeah, I which... remember that as he was trying to look in uh, to find evidence for something and then happened to pass by women undressing. No. 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 That's no. not what fucking happened. No, it's it was... not. <laughs> and I don't know if I was... I definitely am uncomfortable with that type of thing now. I've never... One, I've never understood the, the voyeuristic kink so to speak yeah i'm kind of with you i I think i don't quite get it either but i mean i guess i guess the equivalent could be it's no different than watching porn except that it's live but you know well with porn you know the porn actors know that well that's yes there's there's certainly that concept or that aspect but yeah it's the consent that's that's really what drives me crazy is like and then even further, it there's shows Belushi underneath the fucking bleachers, looking up the cheerleader's skirts, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, this this uh, Here, it, this didn't age well. So beside the obvious problems with the the scene on the ladder, 
I have some other problems with that scene. Is it the the fact that they can't hear? Yes. Slamming. Yes. He's slamming think... a ladder against the side of the house multiple times, and no, and then on the final one before he falls backwards, she's looking out the window that he's half in. It's not like it's just his eyes over the windowsill. He is like half in that window, and she doesn't yeah. see that he's right there. I mean, Come I'm on. with you. Come on, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so I'm very much with you. Like, there's a lot of Animal House that one. It's like. I, I get the pre- I get the joke, quote unquote joke they're trying sure. to go for. Sure. But like it just makes your audience have to be like, I don't I don't care about logic to enjoy this. Like, I think the fucking scene where Belushi is in the cafeteria loading up his tray and eating food, food and like eating some of it and putting it back. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was funny as fuck. I do. I think because I didn't that, even I get did- that. There was no there was no reason for that scene. You, uh, from what I under, from what I remember from other people going to college and and being there, you are allowed a certain amount of. I, I don't know if it was back then, but I dated someone who, and I would visit her in college, and she would have like a a fund for lunch that her yes. parents had to constantly fund and yes. pay for. Yeah, I had that. Right, so like they, were, it was like college students trying to load up as much as they can, and I'm. I don't think he had any money in his account, so he was just trying to load up as much food as he can. And also, he's a glutton, and it's yeah. But how did it, he get even? See, they don't show it, but he didn't even get. How did he get past where you? Because like, I did go to college. I mean, I've graduated, but I went and I did cafeterias and that whole thing. You have to get past a, a register of some sort to pay for that shit. So, and I'm with you. He was probably broke. So, yeah. How in God's name did he get past? Where, I, like, I have no idea. Like, maybe just, in the sixties, I guess. But there's just maybe like, in the sixties it was paid for. I don't know. It just seemed. It seemed. But that goes to my whole thing of like you have to throw logic out the window to fucking watch this movie. Like, you know. Right, but it was excess for the for the sake of a, of excess. Like it wasn't, you know. But that scene is easier to explain because that was all improvised by Belushi, including the zit portion. Like, okay. he spat on those guys, and they were, like, not expecting it. And I'm pretty sure one of the actors was like, I'm going to fuck up Belushi. And then, like, you know, I think they were like, all right, let's make this a full-on brawl food fight thing. Right. Which, actually, I remember being a whole lot longer. It only lasted two seconds. He says, he, he yells, food fight, people start throwing shit, and then immediately cuts, cuts away. black, yeah. No, it, the, the, I, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I just... And and this movie has more broken glass than any other movie I've ever seen ever. And I've seen <laughs> skyscrapers blown the fuck up. I still think there's a portion in John Wick 3 where it goes on for 20 minutes where he just he gets thrown through glass uh plane uh panes of glass and throws other dudes through panes of glass and it goes on and on and on and on and on. I think that's the only thing. That's the only movie that beats Animal House by like one. I I haven't seen John Wick three yet, so I'll have to take your word for it. But I I believe you. you. Watch John um, Wick three. No, I I do um, want to see. It. I would. It's not that I don't want to see it. I just haven't had the opportunity to see it yet. But I'll make an opportunity at some point. We're going to do a fucking John Wick trilogy deep dive. I think I think the third one's on. I think they're all three are on HBO right now. But anyway, that's not the point. Um, anyway. yeah. It, it, 
the I just didn't. I don't know, man. Like you know how you know what it is. Like even Tom Hules, his character Pinto, it starts out the most likable, and then he progressively becomes corrupted and and unlikable. Sure. You know, like there's really no like even Tim Matheson's character is is like he's supposed to be like our hero and he's very unlikable. Yeah. You I know, thought it was hysterical that Bruce McGill is basically a functional mute to like the last act. Yeah, they used him very sparingly. It, you know, honestly, it didn't occur to me until after I watched it, but I'm like, what the fuck? Tim Matheson and Bruce McGill were in another movie together that I never connected the two. Black Sheep with Chris Farley. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Bruce McGill's in a lot of stuff that I've seen. I've seen him in a bunch of different things. So, I mean, that's a guy I recognize, you know. Well, his his character D Day was originally supposed to be Dan Aykroyd. It was it was it was tailor made for Aykroyd, and for some reason only Belushi was allowed from SNL to go into this film. Uh-huh. Like they they wanted Chevy Chase, they wanted Dan Aykroyd, and I think the other guys the the filmmakers were like, one, we don't want this to be an SNL film. We don't. Two, Lorne Michaels was like. Um, if any one of you fucking goes over to Animal House, then you're all fired. Like, Belushi is a star. He gets to do what he wants, and also he wouldn't listen to me anyways. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, but, like, he had a little bit more control over Aykroyd and, and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it didn't stop. Obviously, when the movie came out, he couldn't help but be like, oh, shit, we should make more movies like this, you know? Yeah, and well, yeah, of course. There was Man. a lot, like. Like, I think, honestly, like, yeah, all these other movies are carbon copies of Animal House, none more so than, like, Meatballs. Co- yeah, meatballs well, first of all, well, Meatballs is in a summer comedy. camp, though. It's the same movie, just a different setting. Uh, I, I, I don't know that I agree. That one, I at least see, uh, I see a more of a story in Meatballs. I, I, I didn't like Meatballs. I you, tried. You don't like Bill Murray. Yeah, well... I don't really particularly fucking like Tom Green, but I saw this fucking movie too. <laughs> well, sure. I don't like Tom Green either, but I don't watch that movie for Tom Green. Like, I, I've tried Freddy Got Fingered. No joke. I tried to watch that movie, and I got about five minutes into it. It's like, no. The, the only Tom Green movie I thoroughly enjoyed was Charlie's Angels. But that was also when I was like ten or eleven years old. Yeah, but it's not him. I mean, he's not. I mean, it's not a Tom Green movie. It's a. It, but he's he's featured less in Charlie's Angels, which is why I was able to cope with Charlie's Angels. What's he's a- peppered throughout Road Trip enough where I'm like, I fucking am so not I'm nauseated by his character. Like I actually was like I, he's like I could watch John Belushi do some sick shit throughout Animal House. The fucking food fight, the the leeriness, the fucking blah blah blah. Tom Green to me is just he doesn't have any charm and he he is just a gr- he's a gross-out comedian, and he does in such a cringy way, like release the rage, like and like that portion where he's making out with the mom, and and it's just I just don't like him, and he he's the Andy Dick of fucking comedians. Like it's, all, I will say this: I saw a photo where Andy Dick and um, Tom Green change their appearances to look like the other person and you can't tell them apart <laughs> i swear there's a photo on the internet where andy dick grew up a goatee had the fucking bowl uh haircut and andy i'm sorry uh tom green 
dyed his hair blonde or had a fucking blonde wig and glasses, you cannot tell them apart. I think I think Tom Green's taller, isn't he? I don't know. I think they were yeah. both like sitting they, or posing. They, no, they probably like, put themselves at the same height. But I'm saying if they're standing, I think Tom Green's taller. But in anyway, um, but again, to me, so so for me, he's yes, he's peppered throughout the film, but not enough to take away from me. Honestly, like he's he's not like I I get enough moments without him that I don't you know it. it it's not a problem for me, but in, in the same sense that like animal house has a lot of scenes where you're like, ah, Jesus Christ is how I feel about road trip. Like I still liked road trip, sure, but it, it really fucking helps that you've got a better supporting cast. You got DJ Pauls, you got fucking, uh, uh, Paula Costanza. You got fucking, um, Sean William Scott. Although let's be honest. Sean William Scott did not do any deviation from Stifler. He um, was Stifler in this movie. Basically, except that I think, because I don't disagree, except that I think he does care a little more. And what I mean by that is that, like, there's that, and it's really just one scene, but it it, it, it does give the character a little more depth than Stifler. But when um, uh, DJ Qualls' character, whose name escapes me at the moment, says I have to go to the bathroom and he goes no I think well I don't have to go right now we'll we'll wait another hour or two and he goes yeah. oh okay and then he goes dude stand up for yourself like when he takes that time yeah. to kind of you know what I mean I'm not saying it makes him like you know this it, it, immensely lovable character but it shows that he actually cares a little bit more than Stifler does I would agree with that you know what it is it's Stifler in American Wedding after he fucking like learns his lesson that's what he is. Yeah, except then if you watch Reunion and he's right back to Stifler again. He is, but he's, he, you know, he, he grows. Not in Re- no, Reunion and he's basically Stifler again. We'll, we'll do a deep dive. Yeah, we will. But, yeah. Anyway. Um, do you want to go back to Animal House and just get rid I, of, like... I, I don't really have much more to say. I mean, I... I, yeah, I well, no, dude, there's plenty of fucking actors and shit. Like, Karen Allen, this was her first movie? Fucking Well, Marion? yeah, there's definitely... I will say that. There's definitely some heavy hitters, or future heavy hitters yeah. in... Tom Hules, Kevin Tom Bacon. Hules, Kevin Bacon, uh, Donald Sutherland, who might have already been a bit of a heavy hitter at that point. In oh, his he, own definitely, right. he definitely was. Um... He actually fucked up. Uh, he he didn't think the movie was going to perform well, so he just chose his regular salary. But they offered him uh, proceed uh, percentage, and he turned it down. And if he had gotten it, he would have gotten like eighty million dollars or something ridiculous. Jesus. Like he got like eighty thou for his role, which is what they could afford to pay him because he was the biggest star, more or less, at the time in the film, apart from Belushi. And then he like I think he was all, like if he had taken he would have gotten maybe ten mil over the course. He did say it was one of the best movies he's ever done. Like he he thoroughly he made I don't know if he said it was the best movie period, but he said he had the most fun on that film. Here's well, the, well, the is irony is he's not because he didn't do much. I was just gonna say he's not in it much, and on top of that, honestly, like it's not like I've seen a bunch of Donald Sutherland films, but the ones I've seen. Including this one, he he is the least likable in this film to me compared to the other characters I've seen him play. He definitely comes off creepy. Like, um, and 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 to give you an example, he's the shithead president in the Hunger Games, and I liked him less in this than I did in that. 
Um, I'm trying to think of other Donald Sutherland films I've seen. I mean, obviously, I've seen uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. See, I haven't seen uh, that. Um, I'll write because I can write a minor much shorter, so I can write a mine off. I've seen the Hunger Games films, which I've only yep. seen once each. Um, yep. The Italian Job. Yeah. Um, Space Cowboys. I have yet to see Space Cowboys. I uh, another Sutherland flick I remember watching was Disclosure. I don't think I've seen that. Disclosure is Michael Douglas and Demi Moore, and it w- the book was written by Michael Crichton. Mm. And the premise is basically uh, their old, uh, their old lovers that have moved on their lives, and then she becomes his new boss. She actually like he thinks he's gonna be promoted at his company, and then she swoops in and takes the job. Ah, and she sexually harasses him to the point of pretty much bordering on rape. Like he kept was, saying no, um, no, 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 no. I thought that was a different movie. There's a movie with what's the one I'm thinking of? Well, Michael Douglas. Michael, and... Douglas, Michael Douglas did three fucking movies where like women were preying on his ass. Okay, Basic so maybe that's okay. Fatal Attraction and Disclosure. I th- what was the first one you said? Basic Instinct. I think Fatal Disclosure, Fatal Attraction is the one I'm thinking of. Fatal Attraction has Glenn Close. Okay, I don't know. I don't know then. Didn't he do one? <laughs> I thought he did one with, or maybe I've seen. You know what? The other thing that's possible is I think I saw part of the one you're talking about and thought it was Fatal because like it was one of those things where you're flipping through channels and it was on like midway through and so like sure. you did, yeah. Well, Basic Instinct has <clears throat> Sharon Stone. No, I know. I've never seen that. More. I know. I've never seen that. Okay, and I he, I, I could have sworn he did one with Catherine Zeta, which is why they're now together. Where it was something like that. They, they may have, but I don't I don't know of that film. Um, but yeah, look, D- Disclosure is a weird ass movie because it's very erotic, but you also are like, he's saying no, Demi, like leave him the fuck alone, and then right. she sues him for sexual harassment. Of course, yeah. So it's this kind of courtroom drama. But then, like, the second half, it goes weird, like, computer fucking... It, you should see it, because I, I'm curious, as like a, as a techie guy, and this was, like, May the mid-90s or something, I'm curious what your take on, like... Because it goes sci-fi in the last half, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just looking at... That, that being said. I'm looking at Donald's... Uh... Uh, IMDB here just to see if there's anything else that I've seen. I like Kiefer. I mean, if I would be honest, I like his kid more. It depends. Like, kid, I it, yeah, no, I don't. I don't disagree with you, but it depends on what. Because there's some Kiefer stuff I've seen. I'm like, nah. And then there's some other stuff I've seen. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm in. I got you. You know, I like. I still have never seen 24, but I like Kiefer's voice. He he's okay in 24. I don't hate it. Um, you talk about his voice, what I don't like, and we've talked about this, I think, off air. I don't think we've ever talked about this on air. He takes over for Snake on the Metal Gear games, and yeah. fuck that, because yes. David David Hayter should only ever be the person who ever fucking voiced Snake. Hear that, David Hayter? We're on your side. Oh, I've always been on his. I said that to fucking Matty Granger, I think. Hey, that Matty Granger, we're on David Hater's side. Fucking, you know, hint, hint. We want hint. you on the show, goddammit. <laughs> you know, I, I, he's got a fee. I've looked it up. It's not cheap. Um, anyway, it's not it's not Mark Hamill expensive, but it's not cheap. So, 
Hear that, Mark Hamill? We aim too high. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, his that character. His character was creepy as fuck. Um, it, it's it. It doesn't help that it's it's Donald Sutherland because I think a different actor it would it would be a complete like the lines. If it was Kiefer. It would have been better. Uh, I don't know about that. I think Kiefer looks enough like Donald where it wouldn't make much of a fucking difference. The only difference is that he's like a foot shorter than his dad. <laughs> That's like almost true. He got he got like, the mom jeans for the the height, I guess. Yeah, Kevin um, Bacon got a, a higher billing than for for the again for the amount of time he's in the film because he's not in the film a bunch. Uh, Kevin or 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 Donald. Kevin, Kevin. Well, both of them yeah. got pretty high billing, honestly. Donald just probably because of his draw, but you right. know. Well, Kevin Bacon is featured enough in it. He's not a Niedermeyer. He's not a Niedermeyer character, but he's like the third ranked. On that Omegas. side of the field, yeah, I yeah. I mean, That's... he has definitely one of the most iconic scenes. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. Right. See, I thought Kevin Bacon's first movie was Friday the 13th, because he's also in that. The very first Friday the 13th of 1980. Okay. And then I was like, I watched this, I'm like, holy fuck, he was even younger at one point? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's weird to like, see the first degree of Kevin Bacon. You know That's actually like, his first movie. Yeah. Um, same with Tom Hills. I was a massive... You and I both love Amadeus. Yes, absolutely. And... and I I love Tom Hughes as an actor, not just from him from as playing Mozart, even though he's fucking brilliant in Mozart. Um, I you know he was kind of part of my childhood because I watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Disney animated mm. film. Yeah, and he played Quasimodo, and to hear that voice a lot, you know, it's kind of like Jeremy Irons. He's like a you know you or, or James Earl Jones or Matthew Broderick when it's just those iconic voices that are. Yeah, I know. He, he, you know, here's the thing. A lot of fucking people did not age well. You know who didn't age well? Peter Rieger. You know who didn't age well? Me. But that's... What do you... I mean, look at me, goddammit. I used to be cute. I used to be cute, CJ. Don't fucking say I've seen. To... I've seen young videos. I don't, I don't know that I agree. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> No, what? Who, who am I looking up now? Peter Rieger, the guy who played uh, Otter's fucking second in command. He's the guy who plays the cop in The Mask. You'll see oh. him soon. He's in The Sopranos as a small role. Okay. He's oh, I know this very... guy. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't age well at all. But, like, you know, a lot of these fucking people. I... Who's to say that the one person who may or may not have aged well is Kevin Bacon? Yeah, it's it's him. Yeah. That's about it. Tim Don- Matheson. That's not fair. Tim Matheson's still very good looking for his age. Don- Donald last- Sutherland actually has aged well. I mean, depending on what, I actually think he looks better now than he did then. <laughs> I think. I think his. I think. I. I would agree with that. All right. So there's not a whole lot of ugly people in this fucking movie. Yeah. Says the, says the two hideous chuds behind the microphones right now. So. I mean, we look a whole lot better than Belushi right now. We can at least say that. Okay. Either Belushi. Oh, anyway. Um, um, look, there, we've been hating on this film, kind of. But right. I, I, the, the, I love the fucking part where Flounder is, like, catching all the groceries. I thought that was like, stupid. I didn't even say that. That was not one of another things. It was like, I don't 
I don't see the point to this. I saw the point to shoving like you know meat products in in whole in Tom Hulse's sweater to like try to smuggle them out of the shopping center, but you know. I think the point of of those scenes is these guys just don't care about the rules and they want to show as much destruction as possible, you know. So it, you know what it is. Here, here's my opinion, I, and I'm basing this off of something I think Harold Ramis said. He said he viewed this movie as a Marx Brothers movie made in the 70s. You know, so it's a lot of visual sight gags. It's a lot of what the fuck was that? It's a lot of physical and visual puns. Yeah, but see, it's not with, a lot of verbal puns. No, but with a with a sight gag, it has to be funny. I thought him catching all the shit was funny. I'm more impressed that that was done on one take and he counted them all as he does on film. Well, yes. And that, see, that, that, knowing that information makes it more interesting to me now than it was. But like a lot, even a lot of the site, a lot of the gags just didn't hit for me. Um, I mean, that's fair. I told, I, did you laugh at anything in this film? Yeah. I mean, I uh, laugh is hard. I, I, hard to say. I, 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 Chuckled. Did you? Did you smirk? Yeah, yeah. No, I smirked and and smiled. Like I didn't. Again, I didn't hate this. I just, I, you know, you say this to me all the time about it. Just didn't. I, I missed it. You know what I mean? And and I think I think as much as I like the other three because I do really enjoy the other three films. I missed this one. This is just one that I missed. You know. So. Do you think if you were, you know. Your age in 1978, and you saw this in theaters. Do you think you would like it then? I don't know, but you, it all depends because you know how I am typically about comedies. We had that whole episode on like you, you, you like listing off comedies, and I was like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, how do you not find that funny? You know what I mean? But uh, forgettable house. I I agree. It's very subjective. On the other hand, I found the whole portion of them going to the black club fucking hysterical. That was that was one of the more entertaining. Uh, but again, it was random. Like it was at, okay. Um, well, we're almost to get, we're almost going to get expelled. So let's just go to this random club and the, like the, how how they got to the club. I didn't appreciate where fucking Otter pretends to be a fiance of a dead person he saw in a eulogy. I didn't appreciate. I didn't even that. understand that part. So that that yeah, you know. I was like, these guys are so desperate for dates, they're gonna fucking pretend. They're gonna go this length to pretend to be a different guy whose girlfriend died just to gain sympathy. Fucks. I just didn't. That was over. That that was stretching the the plot way too thin. But I mean, they did the same thing in Road Trip, where they end up at a black college. They know they're not supposed to be there, but they're like, all right, we're going to fuck with these white guys. Well, no, see, okay, so a couple things about that about that sequence. Well, I, I okay, number one, I think the one guy, oh, I got to look up his name because it's going to irk me if I keep just saying I don't remember his name. Paolo but, Costanzo. No, but I'm just going to, Ruben, I'm just going to, that's the character's Ruben. name is Ruben. I'm just going to, right. So Ruben, I don't think gives a fuck. Like, and what I mean by that is, like, he, he, like, he even, he even said, like, at one point after they get in and they're eating, Sean William Scott, you know, turns to him and goes, you know, this is an all black fraternity. They know you're not a member. And he goes, I don't think about things like that. Like, I actually genuinely believe that, like, he didn't think about it. He just saw, I can get us in this fraternity and I can get us, you know, a place to sleep and get some food. And you know what I mean? Like. 
I... That's a lot different than trying to get a sympathy fuck off a eulogy. Oh, I agree with that. I, I, <laughs> I agree with that portion. But I disagree that uh, Ruben... I don't think... I think Ruben didn't know. He knew there was a college. He knew the handshake. But it wasn't that he didn't know, oh, this is an all-black fraternity. He just happened to be like, I didn't know that information. And he knew he got caught by Sean William Scott. And he says, oh, I just don't see color. He's I mean, trying to throw the whole thing back on Stifler. He didn't even not put it that specifically. He just said, I don't think about it. You know what I mean? But I, I took it as a subtle, like, I don't see color. I don't think about that. I mean, I can see how you went that way with it. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. But I'm not going to I don't have enough evidence to argue against it beyond that. I just don't think so. <laughs> The the other portion is that he could just be so stoned he didn't think of that. Yeah, I mean that's that's legitimately a possibility. You right. know what I mean? All, I think all three of our theories have <laughs> yes, merit. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, um, I did I did want to say one last thing about that the the black club scene in Animal House. Oh sure. The there were some white producers who were like, "What the fuck? You cannot have this in the movie. This is so offensive." Blah 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 blah. And then they were like, we want this scene cut. Fuck you guys. This cannot be in the movie. And I think it may have been Ramus. He like sent the scene to Richard Pryor, who wrote a note to the producer and said, hey, the scene's fucking funny. White people are crazy motherfuckers. Leave it in. And it was left in. <laughs> nice. Um, Pr- Pryor's, <laughs> Richard Pryor saving saving white people in movies for 20 years. <laughs> Because he did the yeah. same shit for Mel Brooks. If I he did the same thing for fucking Mel. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, Blazing Saddles. You're uh, absolutely right. He was um, supposed to be. Uh, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Um, Which would have been a very different film. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, you know, to that same point. You know, we we talk about the inspiration that shows up in other other movies. You know, I know you're not the biggest fan of these films, but. Weird science. There's that whole sequence where they go to a, a jazz club, you know, and it's, I it reminded me a lot of that when I when I saw it, and you know, well, my whole thing about why I think it works better in Animal House and ultimately Road Trip is because they're not trying to, they're they're not acting black and acting stupid like fucking. Uh, what's his fuck was doing? Well, because he got in, uh, drunk. I've I've gotten drunk and started, you know, assimilating to my surroundings. I've totally done that, so I can't, you know. But I I do have a question because I do remember you know like, you know black people never get drunk and then act white when they're hanging with white people. You understand? <laughs> yeah, right? I do. Yeah, I wasn't even talking about race. I've done it with other white people that just act differently than me. That's all I was saying. I okay. wasn't even. Well, I was talking about the fucking white no, nerds. I, I know what you were referring. I'm saying I've done it no matter what I've been, who I've been around. I've I've gotten drunk enough. I've just started assimilating into who's around me. That's all I was saying. Um, Finish your point. I don't want you to forget it. No, but no. Trust me, this is not a point I'm going to forget because I remember when we did the John Hughes thing. You you came this close to saying that the movie should be canceled because of the use of the word, the f word. That's not fuck. And um, I don't, it, I wouldn't go as far as say canceled. I I definitely in, in the same sense that Animal House did not age well for my likes personally. John Hughes, those particular John Hughes films did not age well either. Okay, well, no, uh, I just wanted to make sure you had the same problem because that word gets thrown around quite a few times in Animal House as well. I, I, I very much uh, have a problem. I mean, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out there in the sense that I you I have used that word when I was younger. So have I. I, I mean, yeah. But but I was I never used that word to describe correct homosexuals. Right. It's always just been fucking around with your friends or something like that. Yeah. It, it actually was even less than that. It was more of like I stubbed my toe and I said that particular word. Right. It was just another just word. A, just an expressive I, word as opposed to a, a name. Yeah. It was like, hey, I've used faggot. I'm sorry. Damn it. I didn't mean to say that. I, I meant to say I use fuck too much today. I will use this as a variation. I do apologize for using that word. Uh, no, I'll, it'll, it'll. No, be. no, no. Keep it in because I want to say like I. That's how easy that word comes out from time to time, and I don't like that it's easy to use. Yeah, I, and I think filmmakers, especially back in the day, used it way too much. Oh, sure, no, no, there's no doubt about that. And in in the in the world in which we live now, it's not a good thing at all. But you no. know, you know, it, and maybe it's never a good thing, but it's certainly even worse now than it was, you know, twenty, thirty years ago. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm of the opinion that there are there are words. Right there, there's just words. There's you know swear words, but there's I don't really believe. I'm sort of in the middle of there are bad words and then there's just words. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, well, because because and not in a whole thing, but like that word is is much like the N word in it. It's it, it's it's a slur against a group of people. Maybe not a racial slur, but it's a slur against a group of people. The word fuck does not go against anyone in particular. It's just. It's still considered a bad word, but it's not a it's it's not uh uh against a group of people. It's just fuck. <laughs> right. Know? So Um, but I do I think sometimes we're getting a little too so, like aware of how we're, like, words hurt. I'm not gonna say they don't. No, sometimes sometimes there is a little bit of a too much hypersensitivity as well. I agree. Not not in right. the instance that we're we're talking about, but as all overall, yes, that does happen. I don't disagree. Y- my whole thing is that everyone's going to be offended by anything sure. and everything. No, there but are, I did. Like, for, for example, there might be a bunch of little people who don't like the word midget. There also might be a bunch of little people who don't like the word dwarf. There might be little people who don't like little people. Yeah. And I don't know what to fucking call any of them anymore. The last I heard little people is actually the correct way to go. But I, I don't understand how little people is is. Not as offensive, personally. I don't know. I'm just like, going on what a term is dwarfism, so they would be a dwarf. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to all... go up to someone. I'm not going to and... call them a hobbit. I'm not going to go that fucking <laughs> no. far. Anyway, I, I, I don't want to go. I, mean, I appreciate that we had this little discussion about it. My only reason for bringing it up at all was that when I heard it, especially in Animal House, getting used as much as it was, I remembered you being very... Um, unhappy with the use in the John Hughes films that we did a while back. And I was curious because I know just going into this, this collection that you like anima house better than you ever liked any of those films. Anyway, you know, again, 15 years ago, I would have agreed. Now I have, I have a different opinion of it. Sure. And that's because you, as you get older and you evolve, I mean, 15 years ago, you were 15 years old. I'm very different than when I was 15. You know what I mean? So, right. But yeah. also, is I do agree that Animal House has less of a plot than I remember. It, it, the The basic premise is they don't want to fucking do, do anything. anything, and they also yeah. don't want to get expelled. And then it's right. basically the oddballs versus everybody. Right. Like Whereas, I have, yeah, you know, ahead. like like I was saying, how there's no likable characters. Even Tom Hewles, who starts out the most likable character to a degree, 
is it a situation where he's presumed like it doesn't say he had sex with a 13 year old and by this i don't mean tom hules himself because the character one, the character pinto. pinto yeah it doesn't show them having sex it shows that he definitely you know groped her on their first date and the second date right when they're about to have sex she reveals that she is 13 and i'd like to hope and pray that he fucking didn't go through with it i, I yeah i i based on his reaction i feel the same way because he reacts very like oh shit when he finds right. out so i i agree with you and i also like i also liked honestly that when he has the angel devil moment it's it feels like he didn't go through with it you know, well, at first, you're, at first you're not clear, but then when he's on the second day with her and they're talking about, he says, "I've never done this before." That to me implies that he he held off when she was yeah. passed the fuck out at the, you know. Also, I don't give a fuck. There's no way that she was 13. I mean, but he, the the crazy thing is, is that they the movie itself almost got like fined heavily. For implying that she is actually thirteen, even though the actress who played her was like was 20, a, probably was eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I you know I'll tell you this. I'll tell you a story real quick. Um, that that ties into that. Now, nothing. I want to stress now, and I will reiterate at the end. Nothing happened. It was strictly a conversation. But my my buddy and I were out on the beach one day, hanging out. I was twenty two. He was twenty one. And we're just hanging out on the beach and having a couple beers and, you know, admiring the scenery, if you will. And sure. we saw this girl and I was like, dude, she's hot. And he's like, yeah, I, he goes, she's young. She's like 16. I'm like, no, no, she's no younger than 18. And we went back and forth for like 20 minutes with each other right. about her age. And then finally, I got so frustrated with him. I was like, I got two bucks in my name, and I got two bucks that says she's at least 18. And he goes, all right, you're up. Cause he, and he's the kind of guy that had no qualms about walking up to a woman or anyone and just talking to them. So, like, him going up to these three attractive women and being like, hey, what's up, um, you know, and, and introducing himself was not beyond the, the, the pale. He goes up, talks to them for about, 30 seconds, turns around, starts walking back and yells across the beach, which is the part that pissed me off that he didn't wait till he got back. He yelled it across the beach. He's like, I win. She's 14. Jesus Christ. But she didn't look it, dude. I swear to God. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I I saw, not to mention, I saw the story coming. I saw the punchline coming because why else would you tell the story? Sure. But him yelling across the fucking beach, she's underage, pretty much. It's just like, <laughs> wow, Jesus, fuck, dude. Yo, thankfully, it was like a Tuesday, so there weren't many people there, but still. Yeah, that's a whisper conversation. Like, yeah, dude, a little, or, right. at least, or at least a in, inside voice conversation. So, I mean, look, I've been in situations where, like, online dating, you could say your fucking age is oh, whatever. Sure. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I was talking to a girl who said she was 18. I think I was like 22 at the time. Sure. And she said, I'm actually 15. And I said, see ya. Yeah, well, of and course. Not, yeah. Not only did I fucking like never write to her again, I reported her. And yeah. I said, she's oh, yeah. underage. Like, kick her ass off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. So, I mean, the the, the point of my story is that like that much of an age gap is believable you know what i mean right but she's 13 and she's working i was working at 14 so i mean as a as a cashier 
I, I'm no, I, I, I wasn't, but I don't think I could have because of my disability. I don't know if without the disability, if that wouldn't have been possible. I don't know. You know what I mean? I guess, but, I guess because she was the mayor's daughter. You also, the mayor's daughter, it's also 1962. Rules were a lot different in 1962 than they were in the 80s when I was, you know, doing things. So Very, very true. I'm um, just saying, like, that whole sequence was like, ah, Jesus, Tom. No, for fuck? sure. For sure. And But I, I'd like to think in both instances, Pinto did not do it. You know what I mean? You're right. He becomes progressively less likable as the movie goes on. But I still think there's enough integrity in that guy compared to everybody else that he didn't do it. So, you know, the original line was where they are giving out the nicknames and they say, All right, your name is Pinto. He's like, Why Pinto? And then they, he yells, Why not? Right? Yeah. The original line was, Because you've got a spotted dong. Because apparently Pinto told someone else in confidence that he has like, like, moles on his penis ah and that's why he got the name pinto which i still don't understand oh pinto but that's bean. what i read online have you ever seen a pinto bean oh all right well, there you go there you go um the i haven't really woken up oh, until i've had my mcdonald's breakfast deal and i know this is true because before breakfast <laughs> i put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. So, well, listen, we've been on Animal House for almost an hour, and we saw three other films. Now, I know you're not going to have a whole lot to say about Accepted, so I think we could probably, or not Accepted, but uh, Road road Trip. So I think we could probably get through that one pretty fast. you know, it was fine. Road trip. I, I, I understood. I will say I prefer Euro trip way more. I've never seen Euro trip. So Euro trip, I think is on one of the streaming things. You should check it out. Just based on the fact that we're doing all these, I would have much like, I almost included Euro trip on here because while they're not going to college, they're going to go to college. Okay. Like, it's them leaving high school, and it's the same premise. He fucks up. He's got to go tell a girl what happened, except in this case, he thinks it was a dude out in Germany mm. because he thinks her name is Mike, but it's Mika, which is German for Michelle. Yeah, I know. That, yeah. And, yeah, so he he and his friends travel all across Europe, and he's trying to get to fucking Germany or, or, or Italy or whatever to fucking you know, tell her how he really feels. I think it's funnier. I think it's. I think it's got more. I've I've heard people tell me that. You know, um, I. It also has a catchy ass fucking song in it. I, you know, like I said, I just I I just dig the movie. I dug um, I dug DJ Qualls. You know, that was my first experience with him. You know, as I, a I like. I I didn't realize how much DJ Qualls looks like Tobey Maguire. He looks like a very skinnier Tobey Maguire when Tobey Maguire that. was like like the Peter Parker era. Sure, I could see that. Um, um, I yeah, I think I I like DJ Qualls from the new guy. I like DJ Qualls. Um, again, I I you know I'm a fan of Sean William Scott. I I also like Brick and Meyer. When Seth Green is too expensive, you get Brick and Meyer. Yeah, I I um, I'll say this: Amy Smart didn't hurt any. Yeah, I mean I. She was kind of fucking everywhere in the early early to mid two thousands, and I don't know where the fuck she went. Yeah, well, a lot of there's another it, the same thing with accepted. Um, 
because, well, not as much, but like, okay, that's the other thing. You will love this. I had zero clue that was Blake Lively. You didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Look, I, I, I thought I said, holy fuck, is that Blake Lively? And well, Also, you got to understand, I think the only two movies I've seen Blake Lively in are this and Green Lantern. Uh, I might have to agree, actually. I don't think, I, I think I've seen more Blake Lively movies than I realized, but I don't. I didn't know it was Blake Lively. Well, that's kind of my... no, that's not true. I saw I saw most of a movie called Age of Adeline that she was in. Yep, never saw, it. never even heard of it. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at her her thing right now, and it's not a it's not a shot at at her because I know she's a competent actress. But you well, know. it's just funny how we're we're you know we're talking <laughs> Ryan Reynolds eventually, and then we're gonna get the we you know Blake Lively. They were both in these fucking comedy you know college sex, but movies. not together, which is the interesting not together, part. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at her. She, first off, she's only been in 26 things, which compared to a lot of these other people is not really a lot of work, you know. Now I'm not saying think, yeah, God, no, but I mean she's no. probably living off that Gossip Girls money because that's the that's her bread and butter right there. Yeah, know? I never watched that. Show, Neither did so. I. I got nothing against Blake Lively. I know I know for a fact she's got a sense of humor because. She's married to fucking Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, like, right. You have to, and and, and, and I, I know she has a sense of humor because she was a Green Lantern. She chose that shit. Well, she also she also does. I I don't know if you've ever seen, but her and him have had some tweet battles, and I use that term loosely because they're just fucking with each other, but doing it publicly. And she she holds her own against Ryan Reynolds. So, oh yeah, <laughs> I I love it when they be like, look at me and my darling, you know, partner. And they have like the other person like just halfway in the frame of the photo. Yeah, it's mostly centered on them. I love I love their relationship. I think I'm so happy that they're still fucking. I'm pretty I'm know? pretty sure she did one where she actually was standing next to like a cardboard cutout of Hugh Jackman instead of yeah. him. Like she did that shit too. Yeah. It's all there's good that, fun. There's that ongoing Hugh Jackman, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Like I I don't even want to use the word rival. I don't even want to call it rivalry because I think they actually know each other and are friends. But oh, they're very, they're very good buddies. So they, yeah. they call it a friendly feud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the same way, like Jack Black referred to Philip Seymour Hoffman as his nemesis because right. they both fought for the same roles. Right, but they, yeah, I gotcha. So, and anyway, um, no, I, 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 getting back, just finishing up Road Trip for me. Like I, I did. I don't. I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed the concept of them getting cross country some way and trying to get to this this video. And then and then I I don't know if you appreciate, especially because you don't like Tom Green, and I'm not a huge fan either. But I did like that the payoff is that when she finally puts the video in, he's overwritten the sex tape. I, you know, here's my opinion. It, it felt like Brecken Meyer's character. Like I just I'm not a fan of cheaters of any capacity sure i i personally look down upon anybody like who cheats like i'm not saying anything specific but if i had a friend and he said oh yeah well i you know i slept with this such and such again i'm just making shit up i don't have none of my friends have ever cheated on any of their girlfriends because one they know how i'd react my opinion is fucking you know if you want to stick your dick in something else end your relationship with with what you got be a clean slate because otherwise you're just a fucking asshole who cheated. Sorry. And I think Breckenmeyer did cheat. I think his character fucking got away with it. And yes, he and spoiler, he and his fucking girl end up breaking up amicably, but you know, for a fact, he did not tell her that what the truth. 
Oh, I'm sorry. And and I, yeah. And it just makes me think like he didn't fucking really learn a whole lot of maybe maybe I shouldn't have cheated. You know, it was more trying to cover his ass and it just No, I don't I don't, I don't agree with that. I I think he was ravished with guilt that entire. I think yes, he needed to cover his ass, but I don't think that's was his soul. I Okay, he was definitely racked with guilt, guilt, but it, I would have had more respect if he if they'd include a scene where he's just like, "Listen, what you're not seeing on this tape, apart from Tom Green's ass, sure. is what was originally on it." Right, and I'm sorry, and um, you know, ha- own up, you know, is what I'm saying. We were talking about the uh, sequence at the fraternity on the way down to the college, where they, you know, kind of con their way into the fraternity. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was kind of funny how uh, he gets uh, he gets he ends up sleeping with the the, the black woman before they leave. I thought, I thought that was funny as fuck, and, um, and I, I was very happy that they got ended up together at the end. Do you know she she died? No, really? Yeah, yeah. From when and from what? A, a while ago, and she was only like thirty. Um, that's sad. Yeah, no, it's very sad. And what's even sadder, unfortunately, is how she died. She went in for a routine knee surgery, and something went wrong, and she just never came out of it. No way. Yeah, yeah. That's brutal. So, That's sad. So, like, she wasn't, like, it's not like she got sick or she had some kind of condition. She just went in for a knee surgery that should have been fine and just, nah. Was it how long was after the movie? Like, did she? Uh, I'm looking. I'm. I gotta look it up again because I don't. Because remember, I kept I'm, thinking, like, fuck. She was. She's beautiful, and she's yeah. got comedic timing, and she just disappeared. Yeah, she wasn't that old. To I'm. I'm getting it right now. Give me one second here. It's being a pain in the ass. I mean, um, look. Obviously, the the sight gag is she's a you know big heavy set black woman who's and, yeah. laying on top of DJ Qualls. Like, and he's and he's a little you know. Skinny white guy, you know. So yeah, he's um, Peter Parker pre the spider bite. He he he's he's small and not height wise, but he's even smaller than Steve Rogers. He's a little dude. I mean, he, that's that's the joke. I mean, I you know, look, I'm a I'm a heavy dude, and I you know I'm in love with a heavy woman. So like some of the some of the fat sight gags are hit and miss for me sometimes i can appreciate a fat joke but after a while it gets ridiculous but i actually did laugh when it shows them both sitting on the swing bench and it's sideways yeah it's sideways like he's raised so much higher than her and and you you laugh because it's not like oh look at her she's fat and ugly he genuinely Mm. fucking loves her ass yeah oh for sure and so like it, it makes it a better moment instead of a a psych gag instead of just an immature psych gag is what I mean to say. Okay. So she was 36 when she died. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, they're saying it was a blood clot in her. The official cause of death is a blood clot in her lungs. Yeah. Those fuckers will get you. Um, the doctors initially thought it was a, Complication due to the knee surgery, but the certificate shows that a pulmonary embolism uh, was to blame, mm. according to this. So that's too bad. What was her name? Uh, Mia Mia Amber. Well, well, Mia Amber sorry. Davis, actually, because she she was married. I think she did that hyphenated last name thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she 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 passed away in 2011. So wow. yeah, 
Um, two more things at the top of my head about Road Trip. Okay. Uh, how fucking unlikable was that guy who was stalking Amy? Oh, that Amy was Smart. the idea. But do you know who specifically that actor is? Yeah, yeah, I I don't remember his name, but I've seen him in he's in Rent, and I've seen him yeah. in um a couple other I think things. It's like Anthony Rapp. Is that what his name is? Yes, that's it. Thank you. I knew as soon okay. as you. Yeah, he's, he's a good actor, who, though. I like him. Yeah, I like him too. Uh, obviously, you're not supposed to like his character no. in this, but no, he's the he's the guy who who uh, revealed the Kevin Spacey Kevin Spacey thing. He's that's the right. young that's male right. actor yep. that Kevin Spacey. You're right. And and the really fucked up thing is, is I knew that when I I was like, oh my god, I think I that's that's the fucking guy, and I can't couldn't help but think like I think he fucking based his performance on Kevin Spacey on um, that incident. Sure, he, I, I I can't argue with that. I mean, in his own mind is how I'm looking at it. I'm like, no, I, yeah, like all right, we need you to be a stalker. We need you to be an uncomfortable, very opinionated fucking you know stalker. He's like, I know the perfect one. Yeah, he he's also in Twister. He's in Daisy Confused. He's he's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, the other thing is is that there's that actor who plays DJ Qualls' dad. Yeah, he died I think fairly recently. Uh, I you believe so. I can't. I keep seeing him pop up randomly. Um, it, well, he was it, big in the '90s in that kind of role. In the '90s, he was yeah. also big. He was, you know, he's he's been big. He's a very good character actor. I think I think his name is Fred Ward. I'm getting it now. Yes. Okay. Look at him, and now imagine he played John Bernthal's dad. Oh, I see it. And according, I think he's still alive, buddy. He is. I thought he died. No, I think he's still alive. I'm double checking, but I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Yeah, according to this, he's 78 years old and doing fine. <laughs> oh, I could have sworn I fucking saw a report that he had died recently. Well, I, either way. He needs to play John Bernthal's dad ASAP or like do a future fucking movie where he's the older version of John Bernthal because the resemblance is fucking uncanny. I, I agree. I, I, I don't know that I thought of it until you said something, but now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I totally see that. So I saw a movie, I think it was like made in 89 and he plays like, you know, he's, he's in it. So he's significantly younger. It's almost like seeing, like it's, it's almost sure. like seeing John Bernthal, in a late '80s movie, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Speaking of big, and I, I know it's it's a it's a bad transition, but Christ, Ethan Supley, how big he is in that, and where he is now. He's he's still big, just very different big. Right? No, uh, but I'm saying like he was. That's he was I think big. that's the heaviest yeah. I've ever seen Ethan Supley is in that in that. Ethan, he was pretty fucking. I don't know how consistent it's hard to, I mean, not for nothing. Someone who weighs 500 pounds compared to 400 pounds. I really right. Fucking right. Tell. Yeah. Um, but, uh, because I've been rewatching boy meets world. He he's yeah. in boy meets world. Yes, he is. That's right. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, obviously he's in some of the earlier Kevin films, you know, he's in mall rats and, 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 uh, Chasing Chasing Amy. Amy. yeah, he's technically in dogma. Who's he in dogma? He's the voice of the Golgothan. Oh, uh, right, right. But he's not visually on camera. Right. Yeah. I, that's why I said technically. Sure. Um, I've liked Ethan Supley. I'm glad he fucking... He, it's amazing how he, like, he shed all that way. He actually kind of got skinny. And then he just became yoked. He, yeah. Yeah. I have I have a prediction. 
CJ, for, for the Mallrats sequel that'll eventually happen. Yeah. He's going to play the replacement of LaFleur's. The head of That's security interesting. At the mall. That's an interesting theory. I, I'm not I'm not against that idea. Because the original actor did die. Right. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're going to. I mean, what else can you do with Ethan, Ethan Suplee when he looks like the head of security now? Yeah. I mean, without unless they address. It'll be curious how to see if they address Willem in Clark's three, because they're doing a lot of throwback stuff from what right. the little bits we're seeing from Kevin tweeting and, and posting and whatever. So if it, it really, cause if you remember and you and I would know this and, and some of our, our fans would know this, but not everyone would know this. Willem in Mallrats and Willem in Clerks, same character, very different actors. No, 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 no. Not same character. Kevin has said it. I will. I he has said it's the same actor. It's the same character, but he. No, I, I I remember him saying that it's. He said there are two guys in Jersey named Will and Black. He, it was, obviously was a mistake, but he said there's just this happens. No, to he, two he, Will and Black. Then then he's also said that it's the same person and Moser didn't couldn't play. Didn't want to play both this time. Oh well, I, look, maybe Kevin can't keep track of what the fuck he says. Well, he smokes him, away half his stories. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, maybe if he fucking, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to tell him to stop smoking weed because then, you know, angry he Kevin comes died. back, and then and angry Kevin comes back. So, right, yeah, I, I, I think we're both right, right. and both yeah. wrong. Let's yeah, put it that yeah. way. So anyway, but the time, and the only other thing I wanted to ask you about, just because you worked in the food industry, now obviously it wasn't the same type of food industry, but still, you know, and you know the scene with Horatio Sands, mm. yeah, it's that's <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I almost never send food back. Um, yeah, that as for someone who's worked in the food industry, I've never personally seen that ever happen. I, I know someone who told me they have not to that level where he like drops the toast down his pants, but like, yeah, right. no, I, what I no, Um, every restaurant, even the really the dysfunctional ones I've worked in, uh, I've never seen some, I've seen cocaine done after oh, hours in the sure, kitchen. Sure. I've seen cooks drink beer on the job sure. while they're cooking. Um, but I've never seen anybody ever do anything like that. It is grotesque. It, and it is look, there's the cardinal rule. Don't fuck with the people that bring you your food. However, if you ever fucking do something like that to my fucking bagel or whatever, <laughs> I will personally fucking like make sure you are fired and never able to work in a food industry service again. To to be that, fair, he didn't even really fuck with the guy. He just said, "Hey, I asked I did I asked to not have powdered sugar on this." Like he that's all he said. He didn't even get like shitty with him about it. You know how easy it is to make fucking french toast? Yeah. It but like it would have just taken the dude an extra 8 minutes at the most. At the most, yeah. Unless he had to make the batter again, you know, which might have, you know. It's flour and egg and fucking I, bread. Th yeah, I get yeah, no. But anyway. It's bullshit. Also, no chance in hell with DJ calls to be like, it's good. You know, No, you, that would not be tasty, motherfucker. <laughs> it would fucking actually taste. And you, the first thing you would notice would, is the smell. Yeah. There's no chance in hell that. that yeah. See, that, that whole scene, that feels... 
that feels more out of place than most of the scenes of the film, excluding the Tom Green ones. Okay. Uh, do you did did you know who voices the dog without looking it up when the did, when the dog is well, stoned? Well, I I didn't know, but I looked. I didn't look up the dog, but I was looking up other things and saw it when I was looking right. it up. Yeah, it's it's Kimmel. It's totally fucking Kimmel. And I when I'm watching, I'm like, holy fuck, that sounds like Kimmel. And then it made me realize, I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard Kimmel say fuck before. Oh, I have. I had. Yeah. Yeah. I, it. It come, rolls off the tongue very naturally. <laughs> well, especially for you. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. So, uh, accept it. Let's let's talk about accept it because we we got on it briefly and then kind of went back to road trip. But I I liked accepted. Um, I like all Jonah Hill. I think Jonah Hill is incredibly funny. Yeah. Um, he, he, I like that he lost the weight. Yeah. Um, and then he put I it back like... on. Then he lost. Nay, it. He then he put it back on. Flops. I mean, it's it's hard. <laughs> it I didn't say really it's, hard. yeah. No, but but you know, unlike Supley, Supley lost it. And then put on muscle weight. Jonah literally lost it and just put it all back on again, <laughs> and then lost it no, again. He, no, he didn't put it all back on. He's never. He has not been as heavy as he was in like accepted, for yeah, example. True, true. Um, I will. I say, didn't. I will tell you that after watching accepted, I was so because I agree with you about Jonah Hill. That I actually went and watched Moneyball right after it. Yeah, so. I, I, we, we will do that. I, do the Aaron I was going to say if it, which by the way I I was not aware he wrote that until this till this last viewing but that's beside the point. Well, then you forgot our last conversation when we did the presidential thing cuz we had a discussion about him. Yeah, I probably did. Moneyball. Uh, you it's I okay. only I only half pay attention to you, you know that. So I'm, I'm sorry. What were you say? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you pay attention as much as fucking Jonah Hill like, you know, goes on a diet. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. So sometimes. <laughs> now that being said, I if Jonah Hill ever hears this, I'm gl- I I think he looks good. I like, agree. Agree. Yeah. I think he looked unhealthy in Twenty One Jump Street. I think he lost the weight way too fucking fast. But I he think looked he, good. I think, he, but he, he equally looked unhealthy and he accepted because of how big he was. I still think he was at his heaviest in. I think uh, he may have actually been his heaviest in Moneyball. But he had no, like he's bigger and accepted by a, a good margin. He's pretty big in in uh forty year old version. I've only seen that once, so he play he plays a guy who like shows up at the eBay store trying to fucking buy shoes. Okay. And they're like, Yeah, you can't buy them here. He's like, I don't understand. I have to go on eBay to buy these when they're in my hand right now. I don't understand the eBay store period period, but Yeah, I don't think it exists anymore anyway, but um I also he I he was funny as fuck in a movie called uh, Grandma's Boy. I didn't see that either. That Grandma's Boy is an Adam Sandler film where Adam Sandler's not in it. It's yeah, all I, of Adam Sandler's friends. Right. I remember the in, concept, but I've just never seen it. So I I have a soft spot for that flick. Um, I like Jonah. I think Jonah knows how to act. I think him in Wolf of Wall Street is 
a pretty fucking entertaining role. I've seen that once. Uh, him in Django, where he plays a Klansman, like obviously it was just like a fuck you kind of role. Like, here you go. You want to be in Tarantino? Here you get to play a Klansman. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Um, he yeah, he's he's the only person who makes the most fucking sense in accepted. You know, he's the voice yeah. of reason that no one listens to. I I I, I actually am a big fan of Bartleby's, though. I really am. Um Ooh. Justin Long, Bartleby Games. Oh. That yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of, of Bartleby's because I I'm a I'm a big fan of anyone who who can get that initiative and do something. You know what I mean? Like he he wanted to go to college, right? It's not that he didn't want to go to college. He wanted to go to college. He didn't get accepted anywhere because he didn't handle his high school career correctly, which whatever that is. But he right. did want to go to college. And then the only reason why he created this fake college was to shut his father up, who was like this overbearing, you're going to college kind of person. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, it's not like he was in it to scam people out of money or anything like that. Like, he, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if Jonah Hill's character hadn't, Schroeder, hadn't made the website functional, no one else would have showed the fuck up and he would have been fine just chilling there, you know, with the, just just to get his dad off his back because that was all his right. goal was and then and then all these other people show up because because they make the website functional and now they've got a whole fucking college campus where the people you right. know so i i don't and disagree then, and then ultimately he decides wow this is actually kind of a cool thing let's try to make it real you know right so uh i i agree i i don't disagree and i i like justin long we said that I said that sure. from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, I like Justin Long in I like Justin Long in Galaxy Quest. Like I was a fan oh, I of love his him character. in Galaxy Quest, yeah. Um I liked him. He's in uh the two the first two Jeepers Creepers movies. I didn't see that. I, I like I wouldn't him. expect you to. I like him in Tusk and he, and and to me the character is very unlikable. But I thought he did a great job. Uh, yeah, I you know <clears throat> we were talking about Fred Ward looking like actors and, yeah. and and john bernthal who looks like who and blah 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 i remember reading a thing of trivia on justin long on imdb where someone wrote down i don't know if this was like a public opinion that just said yes put this down in trivia someone wrote down that he looks he resembles tim allen oh yeah and now i, I now can't stop thinking about tim allen should play his dad in a movie uh, well i mean at, at this point maybe not but you know, well, back in the Tim Allen might have quest. to make a stretch and not act like a fucking, you know, MAGA dude on, on, on camera. Well, it's not just that, but Tim Allen's changed a bit enough that I don't think they look as much as they used to. Like, if you're talking Galaxy Quest era, yes, I agree with yeah. you 100%. Now, not so much. And it has nothing to do with his political views. I'm talking from a visual. I don't well, think it's as lined up. I, I think Justin Long also aged a little bit because except it was, what, 15 years ago now? 20. Oh, no, 15. You're right. It's 15 for accepted. It's 20 for uh, road trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, a lot happens in 15 years. We said oh, no, that. for sure. For sure. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's not. I will say he looks amazing, though. Justin Long has not aged a lot. Mm-mm. Like, he, you know, he it's that type of like boyish look, but wrinkles like the crow's eyes and shit. Yeah. yeah. The crow's feet. That's what I meant to say. Um, because he looks fucking great in uh, Jay and Saw Bob reboot. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, so um, <laughs> that's who, you know who aged well? The only person, like, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, and Justin Long. And and Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill did age well. Yeah, It for just sure. took a while. Yeah. Um, and but... Ethan Suplet. And yeah, and Ethan to play, but no, I I, I like I like the I, listen, man. I wish there was a college like that. Like if that if that could have been a real thing, I wish there was a college like that that I I could have gone to when I was coming out of college because I would have done way better. <laughs> mm. I would you have know? argued that the 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 closest thing would probably be something like in the Bay Area. Not I'm not saying I'm not saying Berkeley. No, because Berkeley is kind of both very liberal and also kind of Ivy League now. Cal Berkeley has become kind of a little bit of both. Sure. Um, I say that from never attending there, but like everyone in my family, all like most of the people in my family have gone to Berkeley. My dad went to Berkeley. My brothers kind of both went to Berkeley. Joel went to Berkeley and then Alex went to Berkeley law school and my sister went to uh, Berkeley. So like, it's, it's kind of like a tradition that I'm just like, yeah, fuck, I don't care. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, I wish I think I would have a little bit more being someone who never went to college and chose to not go to college in part because I was like, I don't want to put myself in debt for no reason. I, I think that's the hardest thing of any college student. It's not the ability to learn. It's the ability to become in debt and you may or may not learn something. Right. I don't agree with that system. I think that's right. a flawed system. No, I agree. Uh, <clears throat> I also think I I don't know if this is for sure, but I remember someone posting about how it's ridiculous where they actually like it costs money to apply for colleges. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's Which an admission, means there's an application fee. Of how much? Do you remember? It, it varies. How- from, it, no, it varies from school to school. So I can't say. I think I think mine was like eighty dollars, but it, it okay. can vary. Yeah. Eighty dollars to probably be rejected. Yeah. I I think that's ridiculous. You well, th- if I'm going to pay this much money, you better accept my ass. But see, here's at the end. Yeah, and then to that point, I, I there's there's a piece of that you're missing though, Rico. Like you you can go and go on the tours and all that kind of stuff without paying anything, right? So like typically, typically when you're applying, first off, you don't apply to like ten places, right? You usually apply to three to five. At most, at most, some people, I only, I applied to one place mm-hmm. and I only applied to one place because I knew I was going to get the fuck in. And that's kind of the point that I'm talking about. It's like when you're, when you're going on these tours, like, and you know what your grades are and you know what the, what the acceptance criteria is, you know, you kind of know, like, is it worth throwing my name in the hat, in the hat here and, and paying the money up for, you know what I mean? And, sure. and so, you know, you see, you see these movies like Accepted, where he, he applied to like twenty different places and didn't get in, did not get into any of them. Yeah, he yeah. put out some coin in the real world sense of it. Now, obviously, they don't address that in the movies because in the movie world they don't do that shit. But right. you know, typically when you're applying to a college, you you know whether you're going to get in or not. Not you don't know, but you have a really good inkling if you're you're going to have a shot <laughs> and. Like I would have never applied to Harvard. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I would have yeah, yeah. because I knew I wasn't going to get into Harvard. But I, you know, I still think it's ridiculous that you it, there's an application fee. Like when I apply for a job, if they say, "Okay, well, thanks for the interview, thanks for coming in," that'll be eighty dollars. I'll be like, 
Right, yes, but I'll take I'll take the eighty dollars. Think think of it this way, and I don't know what it's like in California, but in in New Jersey, when you get a new driver's license, you got to pay thirty dollars. Well, that's that's different. That's, but that's an application that, fee. It's technically an application fee. You're paying for them to process the application. Okay. So but, that that's that's where the fee comes in when you're applying to colleges. It's not. Do you know what I mean? Like it it it's it's not I, like a I job guess. application. That you're talking about, you know, I, 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 I have less of a problem of like that application of, of getting your driver's license, but in terms of going to a college, just to be, just to basically be told there's a 50% chance of being rejected, then they should fucking give me half my money back. Yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. Again, you typically don't, if you thought you only have a 50, 50 shot, you typically don't apply. Like that's, that's, you know, I'm just, I'm just being straight with you. That's, that's, you know, you know, or you just go to county they, college. It should not be that. That should not be the situation where you you would have to lower your choices and only apply at so select few, because there are people who want to go to college, but they're like, well, I can't afford the finder's fee of even trying to, or not the finder's fee, the uh, the fee of just trying to apply anywhere. You know, yeah, because I, mean, I, I only have so much money. I'm trying right. to save all my money for schoolwork and and, well, and that, tuition. And that's why, depending, then that's why a lot of kids in that situation go to go to community college to start. Right. You know, because that doesn't have, as far as I know, you first off, you don't apply. It's, you just, it's free. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not free. <laughs> it, it's I, it's free as far as I know to apply. You don't even have to apply. You just go and enroll in classes. You just pay for the class. There's no there's no acceptance to a community right. college where you have to get accepted to like a standard four-year school. So, sure. you know, people who, who can't afford that, and I'm not saying anything, this sounds more class warish than I mean it to sound, but typically just don't even bother trying. They'll just, right. they'll go, they'll start a community college, build up their grades, and then you know, usually have some kind of a job where they can at least afford the application fee, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then after the two years, go get the, go apply and get their last two years at whatever college to get the, the bachelor's degree. Right. Um, but let's get back to the, the actual movie itself. And in the fact that like, it, you know, having inspiring all these people was really interesting to me too. Like I thought that was really kind of a neat way to to go and 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 seeing you know just the the way that he got all these people to come together and you know in the beginning yeah they were all fucking around but i think by the end they truly were learning stuff you know what i mean like i think they were learning stuff i i would like to let me put it this way i like to see a sequel I'd like to see a sequel or an additional where where like 30... what happened a couple years later. Yeah, I yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I would have been an interesting concept. To, that's some that's one of those films they could have made sequels off of, and it would have been really interesting to see depending on where they took it, how it played out. You know, or a, or a TV series sequel series. Sure, you know, something, something right. akin to that. Yeah. Um, I I think it's got a good premise, but I also think it's a good. It's an experiment. It could sure. blow up in their face because how do you how do they administer graduations? Like, well, you learn how to fucking skateboard, so you're therefore a graduate. Like, no, you gotta fucking learn other shit. Or is it just you're here for four years and then you're gone? Yeah, I mean that that stuff wasn't flushed out, so I don't but that's also I think why the accreditation board gave them a probationary period, if right. you recall. Like he doesn't just say, yeah. Okay, you're a college now. It says you're a college 
for now. Let me me put it this way. I would have preferred the probation period who have been in the middle of the movie and then show the rest of the year. I don't don't disagree with that. I don't. But it's just not the way it played out. But yeah. It's not the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, What else? I I liked... um, I'm pretty, I liked I'm pretty sure Robin Lord Taylor got the penguin off that role. Oh my god, I was so fucking surprised. <laughs> it, has that dude's hair ever been like a different style? I mean, different color for sure, but like that hairstyle is exactly what it was in Gotham. Yeah, well, no, it was a little bit longer in front in Gotham, but yeah, essentially. Yeah. It sticks up, it looks like uh-huh. a fucking, it looks yeah. feathery, it looks like yeah. a bird, but like, yeah. um, God, I, I legit laughed where he's just like, do you mind if I join you where she's meditating? And he sits down for like two seconds. Like, oh, great. that was awesome. And then fucks off. I'm like, yeah, that that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, no, he, he he's pretty funny. Um, I'm a huge fan of Lewis Black. I have been oh. even before this movie. So like I he was on my so radar my. as a comedian before I saw this movie. So. When I saw he the only that's the only thing I was disappointed about this movie. Got to be honest with you, because the movie is rated PG thirteen. I'm pretty sure it's PG thirteen for sure. And yeah, P there is PG thirteen, and and so that means that Lewis Black couldn't be full on Lewis Black. Well, they gave him two Fox, but they bleeped one to keep the PG thirteen. Right. Which right. I was like that that was so out of left field. I'm like. He said fuck earlier in the film, and then he's like, you know what? Let me let me tell you that he like fucking they bleep him out, and I was like, wow, that was jarring. Well, because I think in two thousand six, this is two thousand six, by the way. So this was fifteen. You, know, you said fifteen years ago. Yeah. Um, I think that PG thirteen rule changed. I think that back then you got one. Now I think you get the two. I still think it's one. No, because I've seen movies that are PG thirteen where they've gotten two. I, 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 yeah. Well, I, I think it varies on the studio. Like, there's, there's an F bomb in a PG movie. Like, there's fucking uh, Beetlejuice. He says nice fucking model and honks his fucking balls. Ah. PG. Uh, in fucking the American President, we talked about how there's three fucks. In the American President, it's when uh, Michael Douglas and Martin Sheen are playing pool and arguing. Yeah, that, well, there's one in that one, and there's... T- there's three in that scene. In that scene? I don't... I'll yeah. have to go back and yeah, look yeah, at yeah. it again. Um, I think we, ta- we, we mentioned it when we did the the presidential fucking deep dive. We did talk about it. I just don't, I don't remember the specifics of that. I'm not arguing against it. I just don't remember. Um, My point is I think it's different on different studios. Sure. Um... The, whoever the guy, pays, so whoever curricula- pays the fucking MPAA the most. I guess, right? Uh, the curriculum, the guy that wanted to, to learn how to blow stuff up with his mind. Yeah. And then the last scene in the film is him blowing up the, the dean from the other guy, the other school. Uh, his, well, he blows his, up his car. Yeah, we're blowing, that's what I was saying. It was blowing up his yeah. car. And, yeah. he's, and, and Justin Long's like, whoa. He's like, I told you. I I was waiting for that to happen because it showed him like staring at like a can or something. Oh, and it starts various to things. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I like I like the dude who became the culinary chef. I thought that was the, oh I yeah, that was, that was really a real funny. nice transition. Did you notice by because, the way? God, sorry. Did I notice what? Where he was working initially. Mm-mm. Quick and stop. I I mean they said it out loud and I but I didn't really 
they I don't know. I I just thought it was a generic fucking. I you know. I I, I want to think that it was a it was a as homage and homage. Correct. Yeah, I really do. Um, because I think I think I think there's enough Kevin people in the, involved in this that were like, let's just throw a little like bone to Kev. You know what I mean? And and do it that way. How many more Kevin people? There's Justin Long. Uh, I think he's worked with Jonah. Maybe not on a film, but he's worked with Jonah on a project. Mm. Like I'm pretty sure they wrote on something together. I, if um, they did, that's that's news to me. I didn't. I think they should absolutely work together. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jonah, I'm I'm also a fan of Jonah's sister, Beanie. I don't know Beanie, Fel- Beanie Feldstein. Th- their actual last name is Feldstein, I believe. Mm. And his sister. I don't know how to say this without being disparaging. She looks like Jonah Hill's sister, but she's also super cute. Um, okay. She was in. This is how fucking crazy. Oh, I it see is. it. I see it. No, this... yeah, she, yeah. But you're right. She. No, you're you're not wrong. She she looks right. like him, but not in. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I get it. There, there's a movie that she was in called Booksmart, and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. It's essentially super bad, but with girls, right? Okay. That's that's really honestly like and it's it's directed by Olivia Wilde. Um, okay. And it the premise is these girls have been straight A students forever. They've been avoiding parties and boys and blah blah blah. And then they finally realize, well, what the fuck? Like we're about to graduate. We had no fun. Let's have a let's go nuts. Let's go have a party. And she and I'm watching the whole movie and I'm like, Jesus Christ, she is just doing the Jonah Hill thing. What the fuck is wrong with her? Like she's just she sounds like Jonah Hill. She's doing the same fucking jokes. She's the Jonah Hill super bad character. Like you know you gotta get you and know, you gotta suck some dick. What's wrong with you? You know this is our time, right? And then I'm like, what the fuck, man? That's crazy. And I looked it up. I'm like, she's his fucking sister. She's not copying Jonah Hill. It's she... in her DNA. She can't help it. <laughs> um, I'm really excited. She's gonna play uh, Monica Lewinsky. You know that? Oh, uh, no shit. That, yeah, the people versus uh, not the people versus OJ. The uh, the OJ Simpson American Crime Story show that they did with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're doing another one of that, but they're doing it all about the Bill Clinton scandal. Oh, neat. Okay, and she's gonna play Monica. Um, little bit of poor. Uh, I don't know if it's poor casting or poor writing, but um, R- Rory. The girl who, who's in the in the beginning with them on this, the the redhead, the one the med- the meditation. Yes, her character's name is Rory Thayer or Thayer. Mm-hmm. The actress's name is Maria Thayer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it, that always bothers me when I see that. I don't know why. Like I, I when and not just that... her. I'm in general. Like when I see, like when when I see a guy named and I'm pulling just a name out of thin air but like i see a brian playing a brian like that just i don't know why that or, or something lewis like black that. is playing professor lewis yeah but that's at least but it's still ben lewis that's at least you know but it was bait it was written for him so it was, it was I, I he wrote he wrote he's a writer on the thing well they originally pitched him the thing and then he, i guess he rewrote his he's like yeah sure i'll come on but i want to help rewrite the thing yeah I mean, I guess, um, but like, I mean, because there's a, there's an outtake thing I saw where he's like, what's the line again? He goes, fuck, how do I not know? I, how do I not know the line? I wrote it, you know, right. like, you know, so 
I I don't mind uh, because if it's a, I I see that happen all the time. They're just like fuck it. Well, well, I think it helps for improv. Like most of the time, when actors have the same name as their characters, it's to help improv in case someone fucks up. It's just like like they did it in like Knocked Up. Jonah Hill's character's name is Jonah. Mm. Uh, fucking Jason Siegel's character's name is Jay. Uh, Jay Baruchel is, it might be Jay as well. I don't, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when they crack jokes and are pretending to be friends because they actually are friends, they're just like, hey, Jonah, <laughs> the only one who doesn't have, usually it's the star who gets a different name, you know? Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, obviously with like Jay, they had to do it because when I, and I mean, um, Muse, because right, literally, but that's not an improv thing, because if they'd called him, hey, Bob, he would have been like, or hey, Steve, he would have been like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have answered. The the closest they could have gone was Joe. Right. And you even know, then, Joe I think. Joe and Silent Bill. Yeah, or something like or that. Ray. So. <laughs> Ray. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you this, this. We'll go to the final film, but I have one final thing for that goes full circle for the sure. sound. The the Kevin Smith college fucking connection. Yeah. Uh, he may, Kevin Smith may have changed his opinion on this because as we discussed earlier, he flip flops on certain things. Yeah. Um, he originally had silent Bob's last name be Blutarski after Bluto from Animal House. You've told me this. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about, that I don't before. know. I don't know if he's consistently kept that. Yeah. I don't In know. In the same sense that, uh, Isn't Ernie Jay... O'Donnell's character was supposed to be Jay's older brother, Darius, right? It was Jay Darius, yes. yeah. So, those are things that I'd be curious. I, I listen. I'm when I heard they were making Clerks two. Not to get off on a whole tangent, but when I heard they were making Clerks two back in the day, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this will be interesting. You know, and me being a little more a purist at the time, I was like, it better be in fucking black and white. You know, and when I heard it was in color, I was like, fuck you. And, you know, whatever. I've definitely changed my opinion on that. But, and and I'm not, but I was really kind of like not, you know, I, I was really more the angry Kevin fan back then. Like, like it better be and this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Like, not, no, no, I don't mean angry, like angry Kevin. Like, I was the, the angry fan you know you were the angry defender right whereas now like with three i'm not like that i don't have any expectations but like i'm really curious some of the things they're gonna touch on because he has said it this it's not gonna close the book on the the universe like he tried to do with dogma but it's Mm -hmm. gonna definitely close the chapters on dante and randall i if I could make it a a, a a theory, yeah, I think Kevin Smith, who is fully aware that he got a second chance at life, oh yeah, is kind of treating every potential film as if this is the film I die in the middle of making, or it's the last film I do. I wanted to kind of close a bunch of gaps. I want sure. it to be like that. You know, he did. What I'm expecting is similar to what. I'm expecting the clerk's version of reboot is really what I'm expecting. I'm expecting reboot, but with a lot of Brian and Dante, because there's going to be a lot of, because I was a little, I, I liked it less than you did. If you remember. So 
I I I still liked Strike Back more than Reboot. I still right. stand by that. Right. No. Um, I, I, yeah. But I'm saying I think like it's got a lot of great moments. But I didn't. I didn't love it. Like I liked it. I thought twice, no. But I but still. Th- I still think you liked it more than me. I'm not saying you loved it. I'm saying if we're ranking you and I in our like of that film, I think you liked it more than I did because I'm not a big fan of that movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I, I didn't. Um, it had moments, and it was cool to see some people that we've kind of gotten to know, you know, in in yeah. Scott and Marilyn and Ernie and and even you know in in knowing cat ears and seeing her just walking around in the background, you know, I mean, like Laura as well, Laura, right, Laura as well, and you know, so seeing the seeing that that gives it some nostalgia for me, or not nostalgia, but some enjoyment, but you know, yeah. as a whole i'm not a huge fan of that film and like i rather i'd rather him keep the 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 feel that we got with clerks two with the expansion of the story that's what i'm really kind of hoping for with three you know I, but I, I i yeah i see what you're saying but, but I, I also hope we get to... we might get some of those answers like you're talking about like is jay really rick's brother you know, like things like that. You know, will we get some answers I, I don't know. to those? We'll, we'll have to write to Ernie O'Donnell and be like, hey, can you just hit up Kevin and just fucking like solve this riddle for us? I thought we asked him when we talked to him. He said he didn't know. He said you'd have to ask Kevin. I'm like, why would, how can, okay, can you <laughs> yeah. give us a, <laughs> you can, can, can give us a number and then we'll give yeah, a call. Yeah, he's just like, you, you're going to have to ask Kevin that. I'm like, great. How? <laughs> so, um, we just we I need was to be like, why don't you fucking why don't you and CJ go get a fucking sausage roll and have a conversation? God damn it! Well, well, you know what I'll do is I'll I'll, I'll audition. You know what I, I you know per Nancy's last request, we'll, we'll let you audition to be his assistant, much like they Ernie did McDonald's in... assistant. No, or Kevin's, assistant? much like they did oh, okay. in much like they did in Van Wilder. The I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service. Without all the drama. Nice segue. That's Um, what... Yeah, I was going, man. Work with me here a little bit. Well, I mean, look. The other, like, segue back to it is, like... Hey, remember when Justin Long was in the movie Waiting? And you know how Waiting is pretty much Clark's in a restaurant? You yeah. know who's in that? Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, I like mine you better, know, but that's all right. You know who also Ryan Reynolds is? He's, you know, Blake Lively's husband. So let's fucking, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of fucking connections throughout this whole thing. I, I, I like mine better, but. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> someone has to. Yeah, somebody uh, has to. Write that down. Write that yeah, right. That's what we. That's what we should. If it wasn't. If we were just doing that movie, that's totally what I would call this episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, all right. I, I, I'm i with you. I, I have a huge love for this movie. 
I actually purposely didn't want to rewatch it because I was like, I, well, I also saw it pretty recently enough, mm. but I'm like, I don't want my opinion to change of this film that much I, because I know it's going to be gross and I know it's going to be really kind of bordering on offensive. No, no. It, it, my opinion on this film has not changed in any way at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I still didn't want to risk it because I still enjoy this film. Um, I, I know, but it really, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it hasn't changed anything. It hasn't, you know, like, there's some, maybe a few words here and there that they, if they were filming it today, they'd have to change some of the dialogue, but not a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's not a lot that would have to really change. I think the main reason why it actually is okay is because Ryan Reynolds' character, Van Wilder, is genuinely a nice guy. Without question, he's actually a lot nicer than you. I think. I think. I think you have to watch it a few times to really understand that too, because like it, you know what I mean. Like it, the first time you watch that film, he's not. You know, um, at least it wasn't for for me. I didn't hate it, but as I in subsequent viewings, and there's been many, I I came to that. You know, I do you know the uh, inspiration for Van Wilder? Yeah, it's Brett Kreischer. Yeah, isn't yeah. that fucking crazy? Yeah. That's nuts to me. Because well, I've watched Burt Kreischer stand up and I'm like, this is Van Wilder? It's, it's... I would be very interested in seeing that film. Well, see, here's the thing. It's not, it's not a uh, apples to apples. Um, it's inspired-esque. Right, it, it it it's inspired by the fact that he stayed in college as long as he did and didn't you know, never, um, and, and did all the partying stuff. Like that's right. the part that's inspired by Chrysler. Then him actually being this nice guy and that stuff's not so much. We're, we're also, I don't know if we're saying that Burt Chrysler is not a nice guy. No. I think Burt Chrysler is a probably a no, I, nice I, I, guy. I th- no, I, I, I know enough. So he's a regular on that morning show that I've referenced here multiple mm-hmm. times at the Preston Steve show. So I've, I've heard Burt talk and not necessarily be on although i don't think there's ever really a time when bert's not on i think that's just him but the point is that i he is a nice guy it's clear to me he's a nice guy but he's not he's not who van wilder is you know what i mean he's not the shrink of of campus who you know is will solve all your problems i think bert kreischer is automatically a nicer guy because ari shafir is not his other, his buddy, Ari. Do you know all about that? Uh, I might be feel like I'm getting him and someone else confused. All right, so there's there's these four. It's 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 Rogan. It's Joe Rogan, right? It's Tom Segura, right? It's Bert Kreischer, and there's this other guy named Ari Shafir. I know the name. I'm just. I feel like I'm getting him confused with somebody else right now. That's all. He he. Ari Shafir is is no less a talented comedian than than Bert or Joe Rogan. They're they're you know they're edgy. Sure. But like Ari fucking drugged Bert with Molly. Mm. And okay, then, yeah, like, I'm definitely getting him confused with somebody else. I was thinking about the guy that went on the date and then the girl tried to cry me too and it really wasn't No 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 that's um oh fuck. That's yeah. uh but he's got a similar name. I just can't think of who it is right now and I'm blanking. It's, we yeah, he's he's Indian, whereas Ari Shafir is Jewish. Oh, well, I don't. But they have similar uh, sounding names, if I recall, like those unique. It's not John Smith. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, but so Ari Shafir fucking drugged Bert. Like, you know, he dropped fucking Molly in his shot glass or whatever. And didn't tell, obviously he didn't tell him. And they were like recording. They were supposed to record. And then Bert was supposed to like go on a plane to go, you know, a business trip or, or you know, Do a, something, a, yeah. go, go on tour. He fucking drugged him like at his house where his kids were and, and everything. Like, I, 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 I mean, it's sort of old news now, but I still look at that because he doesn't think he did any wrong. Mm. He, he says, you know, yeah, I, I, he had a great time. He had a fucking great time because he was on Molly. And like, I watched the, the, the show where Joe Rogan and Segura and Burt Kreischer and Ari, they're all talking about this. And I've never seen someone just be like, no, dude, I would totally do that again. It was absolutely the right decision to make of drugging my friend. And I'm like, that's some bullshit, dude. I would never, if, if, if you did that to me, if you drugged me on Molly, first off, I'd be like, why did you just give me the Molly? Like, <laughs> like I'll do Molly motherfucker. Like, you know, don't fucking drug me because that's a whole other fucking level of prep. The worst thing that ever happens to me is when I've been drugged. And you'll know it's happening. It's never been on purpose. Right. It's been accidental. Right. But and, and you're like, why the fuck am I tripping right now? And then you're like, um, oh my god, because someone fucking wasn't paying attention. Just That's to, an awful feeling. Just to clarify real quick, because I, I remembered it's is he is Ansari is the guy that yeah. I was thinking of. And right. I think and yes, I know their names aren't very similar, but the I think it was the Ansari and the Ari that kind of blended it yeah there, there's some a's and i's in both their names i'm with you <laughs> um <laughs> that but... being said look uh, i i just had to go on my little fucking art no it's fine rings. fine 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 I, I i i don't care who you how funny you are if you fucking do that to your friends you're not a good friend i you know because i like burt kreischer said he had a full-blown panic attack but he felt really good about it because it was on molly <laughs> but he was like trying to like 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 figure out how to like get through airports. Can you imagine being on like a heavy duty drug and going through airport security? I've never been on a heavy duty drug ever. So, uh, no, but sure. Okay. All right. Let me, let me put it this way. Imagine you're drunk, like really like, kind of that drunk or like, I now have to pretend to be sober. Right. Like you could be, you could act drunk at a bar because that's kind of what it's expected. You can kind of let, you know, yeah, well, fuck you. You know, you can kind of be all the place. But then, right. like, once you're in, like, where there's security guards, you kind of are like, oh, shit, I better fucking keep it together. Now, imagine you're on a fucking, like, a, a drug that actually changes your your personality and behavior and mood. And you're, like, everything sounds amazing. And you're also... You're dripping sweat and you're fucking your heart is racing and you're kind of freaking out and you think you're going to get arrested for being on drugs that you didn't want to take in the first fucking place. Yeah, I have nothing but sympathy for Bert Kreischer. Sure. Uh, also, it's not that's that's not a good thing to drug somebody who it was as heavy and drinking profusely as much as Bert Kreischer was doing. Sure. I, I just found out a connection between the four films. We've been connecting actors to this whole thing. Yeah. Tim Matheson plays his father. Well, yeah, I... I, I don't think you said I that knew. earlier, but it, when we were playing the connection well, game, but... No, 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 I was... Well, we... It was obvious. I, yeah, I mean, there's the connection. I just... But you made it sound like you just discovered this. Uh, well, I did, but I don't know Animal House as well as you do. Oh, I... I 
I I knew that from the very beginning. Actually, I saw Animal House after I first saw Van Wilder when I was a kid. So when I saw Otter, when I saw Tim Matheson, I'm like, what the fuck? That's Van Wilder's dad. I'm like, oh, now I get it. Now I get why they cast him as Van Wilder's dad. Yeah. Because you could you could actually believe that that could be his father. I mean, like that. No, I know. The, I know the the thing where they like do the freeze frame and say what everyone's doing. He became a gynecologist. But I'm just saying, like, we don't know what Van Senior's doing. I always took him as an investment banker personally. But he could have been a he could have been a gynecologist who says, you know what, I'm tired of pussy. I want to go fucking deal with numbers. That's true. Um. Anyway, we know his name's not the same fucking name no. unless he was like, oh, shit, Bluto fucked me over. I got to change my goddamn name. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I'll no. tell you a fucking hidden gem that like, he, I, you know, back when he wasn't famous and now he's fucking famous. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Fucking. Yeah, bitch. That fucking dude. The, the craziest fucking dude alive, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Paul, before he fucking was breaking bad, he fucking played that dude at the party. Be like, excuse me, you know where Van Wilder? Yeah, man, in the Guinness Book of Fucking World Records. I'm going to ride his fucking dude alive. Oh, my God. It's. I didn't realize, like, I've seen more movies where that guy popped up here. I'm like, oh, my God, he was in K-Pax? What the fuck? Was? Yeah. He played fucking Jeff Bridges' son. Okay. At the very end, where they have like the a strange relationship, you yeah. never see him, yeah. and then he picks his ass up at a bus stop. I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking, it's Jesse, bitch. All right, all right. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I knew Tim Matheson was the dad. I, I, I saw that connection from the very beginning. Well, excuse me. Well, I'm a little bit more like on IMDb more than you. Yeah, well, so. I'm, not, I'm I'm on it more since we've started since we started doing the show, but. That's good. There's um, another. There's another. Um, at the time, unknown. I. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he's as Aaron Paul, but he's close. That's in this film too. Is he? Well, okay. Who? Simon Helberg. He's in this. Mm-hmm. He's one of the two. He's one of the two lambdas. He's one of the fucking what the Jewish fraternity. Yep. One of the, the, yeah. the it's it's not even Jewish. I think it's technically just a, a genius fraternity. But there's I a thought lot of, it, I thought they labeled it a Jewish fraternity. No, nah, I think they I were. Uh, Isn't it fucked way. up that that's where like both of we were like, oh, it's the nerdy Jewish genius fraternity. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, he is wearing a Star of David necklace, so it's not unbeyond the comprehension that you're you're correct. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, he I, also plays a Jew on the on the Big Bang Theory. I don't know if he actually is Jewish, but Wallowitz is Jewish. Well, what's his what's his last name again? Wallowitz. No, no, the actor's name. Helberg. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure. Just he's because there's Berg in his name doesn't mean he's Jewish. I'm just saying. It, it's it's how you spell the Berg. E R G. That's Jewish. All if right. U R G. It'd be Swedish. Okay. Well, I'm Mark sorry. Wahlberg is not Jewish because it's a URG. All right, there you go. All right. Trust me, fool. I, know I this I'm shit. not. I'm, I'm letting it go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think, I think the only thing you don't get to do in this film, the that they did, is the relationship between Naomi and Taj. I think if you'd have to change something. At this point, you you do that. 
I didn't think there was a. I mean, obviously she got set on fire. No, she, he got set on fire. I don't know that she actually was ever on fire. He was on fire, and I think it just killed the mood. I don't think she ever actually gets set on fire. I, okay, you're right. It, I, I did. I did skip this one. So yeah. Um, I don't think. I don't know what's wrong with that scene. I it, it's it's not that scene. It's the whole relationship between Naomi and Taj. It's a little, you know, and the cock pump, and then you know. I don't know. It just felt a little. You know. I think it makes a whole lot more sense than Jason Biggs fucking a pie. But you can get I'm away with that. In terms show. of like trying to like you know up your game. No, I, yeah, I yeah, think... no. But you you can still get away with that at least. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying that's like egregiously wrong. I'm saying if there's anything in the in the film that like we were talking about, if you have to make changes, that would be it, in my opinion. I I think. A date gone awry is, I mean, look, man, they they fucking jerked off a dog in this movie. Like, you're which, like, by the oh, way, you know, him going out a cock pump, like he they jerked off a dog. Which, by the what do you know? You don't know that they actually jerked off the dog. They they definitely imply that for the film, but you don't know that they actually jerked off. No, that I, dog. no, I'm not. Yes, I I agree. I don't think Ryan Reynolds jerked <laughs> off a dog. Actually, it was fucking... tech. It was tech that did all the jerking. Ryan was taking the pictures, but that's beside the think, point. Do you think that part where he's like lifting weights and it's like a five pound barbell and he's looking? I always was amazed. Like he's like looking in a mirror and he's slowly curling fucking weights, but they're like the sl- like the smallest fucking right. weights imaginable. Like you're not gonna see shit when you do it that with that. Sh- you might as well just be lifting a fucking remote, dude. Like <laughs> I, I'm actually a big fan of Tex. Um, I got nothing against him. I just look. It doesn't matter who jerked off the dog. There was a dog that was jerked off. Right, which, by the way, uh, for the audience, and I'm, I'm assuming this is the same for you, even though you didn't watch it for this, for this, like, go back and watch it. But I have the unrated version, mm-hmm. which, if you've seen the unrated version, that sequence is a whole lot more. <laughs> well, not that's not that sequence, but the sequence once once it gets delivered to the to the, oh, to God, the dicks. It's so gross. Oh, it's, it's so, so yeah. And I mean, oh God, I'm I'm actually like. I'm remembering, yeah, how it just like drizzles on their yeah, tongue. Yeah, like, yeah, oh my god, it's so warm. Oh, yeah. so gross. I, I I might make this worse for you, but I made it made the mistake of trying to eat my dinner while watching this movie. Oh. <laughs> um, so. that's where you don't like have like Alfredo or like carbonara. Yeah. You know, no, like, no, I wasn't eating shit. anything like that, thankfully. But still, um, yeah, that I, that movie definitely put a stop to jelly filled donuts for a while. Yeah, I it, it actually put a stop to eclairs for me for no joke. I I legit didn't eat an eclair for a while. Oh my god! Uh, but for no, those but ten... who don't, for those who have not seen this, yeah, no, no, don't spoil it. Make them no, see. No, 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 I'm not spoiling anything. I'm just saying that the premise is essentially the same as American Pie in the sense that there is a rival school. It's the fucking upper class douchebags, and then there's Van Wilder is at the other college. No, 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 it's, this is, this is just a fraternity, it's not even a rivalry, it's not even like that, because Animal House is more of a rivalry between fraternities. Right. Van Wilder, the guy's just, the guy who's the head of the fraternity is just pissed off that his girl is spending more time with, with Van than she is with him at that time. 
Oh, poor Tara Reid. What the fuck happened to her, dude? Uh, she was so hot in this movie. Not only was she hot, but she was good. She was a she was good really actress. Good. It, it was, it was, it, you're right. It's the best acting I've seen her do, and it was the best she's ever looked in my. She's opinion. all uh, look. She's also very good in the American Pie films. No, One, she is. Two, but I'm saying I thought she was better. I, yes, you're right. She is good in those films, all of them. Right, the ones that she's in, because I don't think she's in. I know she's not in Wedding, and I I think she makes a, like a cameo in Reunion, and I don't think she's in the movie that long. I don't um, remember her in Reunion. I've seen it. I, that's my point, no, is that if she wasn't in, she's so unmemorable. No, I, I remember she was in it because he, her and um, Thomas E. Nichols, they, You're right. they You're fall right. asleep together, and he thought they slept together or something. They didn't. But You're, uh, you're absolutely right. Um, but in but, any event, no, it's all right. But in any event, you're right. She, so she's good in those. I'm not saying she's bad in those, but she was better in this. Yeah, now she's the fucking star of Sharknado, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah. With Ian Ziering. With fucking... I don't know, dude. I've never... I, I've never seen any of them, because... Why the fuck would I? I, I haven't... Well, actually, I feel like that'd be right up your alley, just these weird, like, weird fucking creature features. I'm not... I, I Believe it or not, I like my creature features a little bit more straightforward. Like, okay, it's a shark. Not like I'm sur- a fucking Sharknado. I'm surprised you didn't watch the the one that uh, Ralph was in. Oh, uh, fucking Lava- Sharktopus? No, Lava Lantula. Well, he did, he did both. Oh, did he do both? Okay. Yeah, and that, see, listen, I'm, I, I don't mean any disrespect, but it's like Ralph Garman is trying to make a film career. He's trying to yeah. be in movies, and I hope he succeeds. In order to get through like the big movies, you got to be in the shitty shit ones. Yep. Yep. Tara Reid was in big fucking movies. Yeah. Like, she was in yeah. from 1990, let's say eight to 2004. Tara Reid was the it girl for like a lot of young men. Well, she started it in Lebowski. That's her yeah. first. Well, no, Salem's Lot actually was her first film. But oh, well, I'm not talking about her first film, but her is like sex status. Yeah, Lebowski was before American Pie. I definitely agree. She's you know, not a likable character in that. But then you go Cruel Intentions, you go American Pie, and then you she, know she has a very glorified cameo in Cruel Intentions at best. Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, that definitely know. fuels that fire. She was the um, '90s girl, man. I I would I would argue. I would stay with Mark and argue that maybe Yuli, Yui Bowl killed her because she was in Alone in the Dark. Maybe that did her in. That Yeah, that didn't help. But um, I'm still saying, like, it sucks that, like, it sucks that she's still trying, but, like, all they can offer her as an actress is, hey, do you want to be in Sharknado 7? Well, she fucked herself up with plastic surgery a little bit, too. But that's that should not be a re... She fucked herself up trying to get her breast <laughs> bigger or adjusted or whatever. No, it was a face that's... thing, too, I think. No, she got she got some breast uh, work done, and she thought that would help further her career, and all it did was backfire. I'm, I'm of the opinion, I'm like, why the fuck did that... Why? Who gives a fuck if her titties are big or small? Like, that's that was the most egregious sexist thing I think has happened to her as an actress or as a woman. Sure. sure. You know, she's like, I was bubbly. I was like, I'm still fucking like, a, I'm still who I am. What's it matter how big my tits are? 
Right. And they're like, no, you, we don't want you in movies anymore. Here, um, you want to you be in a movie? Here's Lava Lanchula 7 or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, but that that aside, you know, like, she she did well in this movie. I, like, I liked her in the movie. I thought she was good in it, you know. Um... I, I liked her in the I you know I I like I actually do like the actor who played her boyfriend like I think he's a oh Daniel Cosgrove yeah, yeah I've seen him he's yeah I I thought you know I thought he played that fucking upper class douchey douchebag you know by the way and this is more for the audience I think but do you know what his character's name is his, no. his character's name is Richard if you remember oh Dick right do you know what his last name is. Uh-uh. Bag, B A G G. His name is Dick Bag. There you go. Yeah, and that, that I, is... I'm I'm willing to bet of any amount of money that that was one thousand percent on purpose. Oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, this this was Cal Penn's first movie, too, or first real starring role, movie wise. Yeah, that that's definitely his breakthrough. Um, yeah, it, that was before uh, Carol and Kumar. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. How did Kumar go to White Castle? Maybe like a couple years. Two years, maybe. Two years. It's 2002 was Van Wilder. 2004 was the first Harold Kumar. Right. And he was in Malibu's Most Wanted in the middle there, which, depending on your perspective of that film, it did well, as far as I remember. Um, I I think I've only seen glimmers of that film. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I think it actually did well. Um, not to get on a whole Cal Penn thing, but the only time the what the time that he got shafted the most, in my opinion, was uh, Superman Returns, where he didn't say anything. No, he apparently he had a whole bunch of speaking lines, and they all they all made the cutting room floor. So like he filmed right. speaking like he had lines that he memorized and filmed, and they they just didn't make the film. I was I I like Cal Penn. I I'm not. I do too. I call myself a massive fan, but I oh, I thought he was funny. I think he is funny. I also have to respect a guy who's like I'm not gonna be. I'm retiring to go work for Obama. Like he, that's why he. Yeah. There was a there was a big gap. He fucking worked on Obama's yeah. administration, which I find absolutely hysterical. Like if, if if you didn't know that, and you and I are sitting down watching Harold and Kumar, and I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm like, or you know, even, or even, goes, even Van Wilder. I mean, let's yeah. yeah. I'd be like, yeah, one of these one of these guys works for Obama. You'd be like Brian Reynolds. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> oh, nay, nay, sir. Yeah. He had a run on two of my favorite shows, actually, too. So I know I know one of them. Which one? House. Yep. But he also had a run on How I Met Your Mother. There you go. So I I don't know the full I think they I don't want to spoil for anyone who hasn't seen House. No, but uh, they Yeah. They uh let me put it this way. They exited his character. So he could work for Obama, but right, it, they handled yeah. it in such a weird way, where it was so abrupt. You're like, "What the fuck?" It was That's... a little, it was a little abrupt, but I think he didn't have a whole lot of time to like flush it out. Like, I think right. he basically, I think Obama was like, "Hey, I need you like yesterday, essentially." Uh, you yeah. know, so... which is so funny that Barack Obama was like, "Uh, you, Kumar, I need you now. <laughs> I need you to help me save America." It's like. <laughs> It's fucking Kumar, dude. It's so <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I really love the character of Van. I, I, I love you know the the balance between the party and the wanting to help. Like one of my favorite lines of his is actually 
Um, I, I'm gonna fuck. I don't remember the first half, but I remember the second half. The the first half is when they're in the penalty box after the hockey scene, mm-hmm. and they're talking, and he says to uh, he he quotes one of her her articles back to her. That part I don't remember, but he quotes something from one of her articles. And right. she goes, you actually read that? And he goes, yeah, I read it, but don't don't tell anyone I read it because if you tell anyone around here I read, my reputation shot or something to that effect. But like he, right. he's dead ass serious about like I'm in like I, I I was not surprised when I found out he actually got good grades. I think anybody like comparing him to someone like Justin Long's character Bartleby. Yeah, I think it, there's no question in our minds that. All these quote-unquote slackers, like in Road Trip or in Animal House or Van Wilder or Bartleby, they are all intelligent because they are they're coming up with schemes and situations that actually take a lot of smarts. Yeah. Like Justin Long is running a fucking fake ID area. He creates a fucking college all just because he doesn't want to be yelled at by his dad. Yeah. Like that. Like he if he just taken that same type of thing of just studying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without question. There's, there's not a, there's a difference between lazy and unmotivated, and and, and unmotivated. You're absolutely right. I never looked at Van Wilder as not intelligent. I found him incredibly intelligent. I just think he, I think he was lazy in, in a roundabout way. But they, they aim it in the beginning that he is just this party guy. He is what Burt Kreischer was, you know, back in the day. Right. You know. But they, they also do throw us. Like that move, that first introduction of Ed Wilder is the the premise of the character. We think what we're what we're seeing is what's happening. It's not what's happening, right? It's introduced that he it looks like he's getting blown by an older Asian woman. Yeah, suck me. Named na- suck me. Yeah, suck, suck me. Suck me. Yeah. Whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. We and and we're like wow, and and he's even like narrating to us like you know she's a little old, but damn, she's so good at this yeah yeah and then it reveals she's sucking on a lollipop and she's measuring for uh his inseam for his pants yeah that's the whole point of the character what we think we're seeing and we're already ready like ooh, what a fucking all right you, that's kind of weird oh oh no he's just no he's just getting his you know inseam done that for me spells out the whole character uh you know on a whole first years it, can be first years can be rough to me my name's not Timmy. <laughs> my my name's not Timmy. I love all the one liners of that of this film. It's it's been yeah. again, it's been a while. Yeah. Um the I look, the the whole Naomi thing is whatever to you. That, I don't think it's No, it's not terrible. I'm just saying we, we, we've looked into these different films and not just in this this discussion, but in the past about like, can you do it now? And I think if there's a sequence that you can't do now. And I'm not saying it's like definitively that like there's, there's sequences in animal house. You cannot do now. Right. You definitely cannot do that. But so this one doesn't fall that strongly, but at the same time, if they were going to go back and do it again, I think there's another sequence they can't do. And that's only because the joke's too old at this point. It's not even that it's offensive. The joke's too old, but the, the Johnny Cochran wannabe lawyer, when he's arguing his case, (laughs) <laughs> to stay in school you know right. the joke it's so far away from that at this point that i think the joke gets lost unless you're it's, an older yeah, viewer you know it's so stated. they would have to have another some other thing in there you know 
Well, I, I I agree to a certain degree about what you're saying, but like I still think one of the most underrated jokes is like that's Naomi. That's I, I moan backwards. Back. Yeah. But then after he says it, he, he has looks to think of up it. Yeah. What, he's trying to fucking think, which makes me think he is so witty that he does that is his wit is surpasses his own intelligence where he says something. He's like, wait, is that? Yeah, I got lucky on that one. Yeah, like, no, uh, for sure. Absolutely. No, no doubt. Um but like that, and the other thing I don't think you maybe pull off is that same party where Aaron Paul meets Van's dad for the first time, where they're in reverse pajamas. Like I, where like all the guys are in the lingerie and the girls are in like boy shorts and stuff. I, I I'm not saying you can't, but I wonder if that would be something they would still do. You know, I think that would actually be more accepted. I think with gender bending and and fluidity i think that'd be more accepted in this okay day and age. i'm not i'm not saying it's not I, it's, it's a question mark for me like that one's that, that i i think that'd be the most millennial party ever <laughs> where it, it would just be like we love everybody so we're gonna do a whole fucking clothes swap thing and right, it, right. It, 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 it'll be if you feel like it you can if you don't then whatever and then there'll just be one guy who's like fuck it i'm just gonna go up naked i don't so, know what the fuck i am there's there's two name things I wanna I wanna deal with, not in a bad way, but just discuss, right? So one involves a professor, and one involves Van himself. So I want to know where you want to start first. Professor McDougal. I wit now. Listen, I understand different franchises and all that. I really wish they had made that Vernon from Breakfast Club. Like he 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 worked his way out of that high school, made it to you know, Coolidge as a professor and had to deal with Van, you know? I, look, obviously the ref, the, the homage is there. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah, yeah. I would even go even further as to say that another connection has nothing to do with really this, but it's just a weird connection. They call his ass Barry Manilow in Breakfast Club and then, fuck, we find out Barry in uh, uh, Road Trip is Barry Manilow. Right. I'm just saying. All these movies are just riffing off each other. Oh, like, sure. It is what it is. I I do agree that I wish they'd made that extra leap of making him uh, the character from Breakfast Club. Vernon. Vernon. Yeah. <clears throat> or at least had him have the same... Fu- like, did he have the same costume where it looked like he looked like fucking Barry Manilow, essentially? No, to me, he looked like the guy... He looked exactly like the guy from... From Breakfast Club. That's what I'm saying. It looked. No, I'm saying they kept his costume. I don't know. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't. Did he have the same costume in Van Wilder as he did in Breakfast Club? No, because I think in, I think in Van Wilder he wears like a sweater vest under the jacket, and he didn't wear a Got sweater it. vest. And I don't think he even had a tie on in Breakfast Club. I'm pretty sure. And he has a you're tie, right. in, and he has a tie and sweater vest on. It, in... it was an open collar. It was a black shirt, open collar, and the collar was over Correct. the uh, right. suit area. which was which was very 80s at the time it was so, yeah. it's it, it's very 80s it's also like hey it's when a mobster doesn't give a fuck yeah yeah and he, and he doesn't want to wear track shoots right. track suits um in the same sense i wished van wilder's dad tim matheson was the same character from mineral house i i i do like those kind of things that could have worked better because they're both national lampoon that would have potentially they could have done. They could have pulled that. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. 
I don't understand why they didn't make. They're they're like, well, we got Tim Matheson. Let's just, I mean, just it does. It, the name didn't have to be Van Wilder. It no. could have been, you know, I don't remember the fuck Tim Matheson's character's name is. I know it's Otter. Van Wilder Senior. It's it's very it's no 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 no. I mean in American in American uh, uh, Animal House. Oh, I can tell you in a second. Um, it's Otter. I know his nickname is Otter. Eric Stratton. Yeah, I mean. They could have changed something. They could have, I don't know. Van Wilder is a better name, I will admit. Um, I also have to say, I'm, I'm not the biggest animal, uh, National Lampoon fan of their films. As a whole, I agree. Yeah, I agree. There are some. Animal House, for a while, was at the t- was like, okay, I get it. And then Van Wilder. Uh, I did see both The Rise of Taj, the sequel of Van Wilder. The yeah, how is that? Those. Sucks. It's exactly what Does you think it? it's gonna be. Yeah. 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 Um, and I saw the prequel. They made a prequel of, of Van Wilder where it's, it's like I think it's called Freshman Year. Hmm. It's, I don't know. It's it's they it, look all these they made a fucking sequel to Road Trip called Beer Pong. And it's just all these fucking direct to DVD shitty fucking sequels. Like they 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 more than anything need to stop being I made. I think the Rise of Taj actually got theatrical release. I'm pretty oh, sure. No. I don't think it did. I I remember, I remember there was discussion about it, and then ultimately I think they said it'd be just cheaper just to release it on DVD. Uh, I uh, the vacation movies. I I've only seen Christmas Christmas Vacation. I actually do enjoy. I don't like Chevy Chase, but I find Christmas Vacation actually pretty funny from time to time. Um, I tried the first Vacation. I'm okay. It's fine. I've never seen European Vacation or Vegas Vacation. I did see the the fucking sequel remake reboot Vacation with fucking Ed Helms. Right. That that was bad. That was really bad. I didn't laugh once the entire movie. Um, that was one of those fuck you gimmicky movies. And ultimately, but I will say, I did see another fucking National Lampoon movie that I still currently own on VHS called Gold Diggers. Rise of Taj did get theatrical release. Really? It only earned two point three million in its opening weekend. I am surprised. You were right. I... Now, freshman year, you're right. Was... That went straight to DVD. But the but the Rise, Rise of Taj did actually get theatrical release. I was pretty sure it did. Yeah. I'll be goddamned, man. That's I. It, ultimately, I don't think it mattered. No. 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 In fact, um, in fact, if they made it direct to DVD, they probably would have made more money. Um, that's so fucking ironic. They called the rise of Taj, and it really fucking was the fall of Taj. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it, and that's nothing again. I mean, I didn't see it, but I imagine it had nothing to do with Cal Penn. I had a feeling it was just just the way the film was it, done. So it's just it's exactly it's. There is an aspect of him. I think if I remember correctly, because I only saw it once. I think he goes to Europe. He goes to England. So there's that there is that kind of interesting culture shock. It is also very interesting to see an Indian character kind of get his education in America and then go to England of all fucking places. I would like to see if, if I mean I didn't see it, but I would have liked him to explore that relationship with the woman he meets at the end of the first one. Yeah, you know I don't think so. they, I don't think they do anything. I think it was just like. I have a college girlfriend. I mean, even then, like, I have yeah. such a, the, I, I don't, who am I to say whether Cal Penn's accent in 
Van Wilder is accurate. I mean, he he would know more than I do, but at this point, I've, almost I've sounds... heard him. I've heard him talk. I think he exaggerates his own voice. I think he has a slight accent. I don't think it's as as extreme as it is in the film. I know it's not as extreme as it is in the film. Oh, I don't even think he actually have a has a slight accent. I think he's from New Jersey. Uh, I don't know. I'll find that out in a second. Um, I think but... Cal is actually from New Jersey. In any event, um, I also I know wanna... his actual name was Cal Penn. That's his. His his stage name is his first name split up. Right, it's Calpin Modi, and you're yeah. right. He's from Montclair. There you go. Yeah, which that makes does... probably auditioning for House really fucking easy. They also, I mean, his character in Harold and Kumar is set in New Jersey, so yeah. But his parents are immigrants, so it's it's yes. conceivable that he did get raised in a because your your accent isn't just based on where you live; it's based on where you're who you're raised with. So. Absolutely. So it's certainly a possibility that he has a slight, indie, you know what I mean, just from being around his parents, you know. Right. Um, anyway, because you've said yourself, your your Boston comes out from time to time. It's not often, but it comes out from time to time, and I think that's a direct result of being around Ron all those years, you know. Yeah, so. my, my, uh, my Austin, Massachusetts accent. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to— I, I will say that was probably the funniest joke that Tom Green came up with. I'll, I'll give him that. That was yeah. funny. Um, the other thing that I, uh, the other one I wanted to talk about centered around, around, um, Van. Now, there's no way they could have planned for this because it's hindsight, right? Um, but it would have been, let's be real. And we, we've said this about Ryan Reynolds in general, so I'm probably reaching a little, but Van Wilder is basically Wade Wilson in college. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly think this is what it would have been like before he went to Jacksonville. <laughs> no, I'm not even making a joke. Like, I'm legit, like, because he goes and does a special forces thing in Jacksonville and then becomes the mercenary. Isn't, ja- isn't Jacksonville in Florida? Yeah. Okay. The funny thing is, is that the whole thing was based on Burt Kreischer going to the University of Florida or something. Yeah, I don't remember where Burt went, but yeah. yeah. I, it was like Tampa, I think. I just thought it, find it funny. Um, look, is Ryan Reynolds a great actor? Yes. Does he ever use it as often as he should? No. Ryan Reynolds is, is that actor. He's that movie star. It's comfortable. He's comfortable it, with like, he could just say and do whatever the fuck he wants. I, I don't, I don't agree with you for one reason. He uses that wit better than anybody. And I think that's an acting skill. I don't think it's completely all 100% natural. I think a lot of it is, but I think a lot of that, the, the timing his ability to deliver that stuff the way he does. Like you said, going back to the, the I moan thing, like the timing on that, not just saying the lines, but the timing, the stop, the look, and then the back to Taj. You know what I mean? Uh, agreed. I, 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 you'll never hear me say that he's not. No, funny. I know you're not, not saying that. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I, but I know the, like one of the best performances I've ever seen him do was the movie Buried. I don't think I've seen he that one. He is so fucking good in that movie. He he wake he wakes up, locked in a fucking coffin, Oof. in the ground, with a cell phone, and and he has to fucking like try and get his ass out of there, and like he's you know like terrorists dug his ass in there, and that's buried actually him. one of his t- you know like when it says the, these four movies, yeah, that's one of his four movies. I it's his performance is astounding. It's kind of. It's you know it's remember that whole portion in Kill Bill where she's stuck in a coffin. Now yeah, imagine yeah. that for two fucking hours. Oof. 
it's brutal. Like at one point, like a you would you would not like this portion, but like a snake, you know, because he's in the fucking desert in the Middle East, and snake fucking is in there with him, and he oh. he kills it. But it's it's a gripping fucking suspenseful mystery of like why is he in there and and how is he going to get out? Yeah. It's kind of like 127 hours of that aspect. Okay. He did he did some fucking phenomenal acting in that. Um, I want to see more. Some of the some of the better parts of when he shows his dramatic range are very underrated. But unfortunately, just like with you know uh, Free Guy, that movie I saw recently, he doesn't really show a whole lot of. I mean, there's there's some really really cute romantic moments because ultimately the movie is end up ends up being a love story and he's no slouch of love romantic comedies as well like definitely maybe and and you know is, is actually a, a very underrated film of his yeah, i've seen that one I, I agree um he's gonna I be want... he's gonna be in a new clue i'm curious to see i'm still i'm still not sure how i feel about them making that movie again period but if he is the Tim Curry role, that's pretty good casting. It does, it does, I don't know if it says. Oh, by the way, well, I'll look right now, but real quick. Remember when I was telling you about Head of the Class and I kept telling you about Howard Hesman, the teacher, and you're like, who the hell is that? Yeah. He's the police detective from Clue. Oh, uh, okay. That that just occurred to me as I was sitting here. It's like, that's that's the same actor. Um, it doesn't say who he's... The only two cast on the new Clue movie... Are Bateman and him, but it does not say what roles that are playing. So, I here's what I predict. I predict that Clue is going to be postponed. You know why? Mm. It's going to be compared too much to the original. It's also be compared too much to Knives Out, which they're making a sequel. Right. Um, well, it's in pre-production right now, so we'll see. He With, right now, right now, because he's working on. He's got five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven things. In de- going right now. Two of them are in post-production. A movie called Red Notice, where, let's see, Red Notice is... This looks like a serious one, actually, from the look of it. Good. Um, an Interpol agent tracks the world's most wanted art thief. Um, it does not say which one he's playing. That, sound, that sounds like the fucking... Uh, uh, what is it? The Thomas Crown Affair? I didn't see that, so I can't say. Oh. Um... But yeah, so he's in that the rock, the rocks, and it's him, the rock, and Gal Gadot. So mm. that'll be an interesting uh, uh, combination, I think. Uh, the next one is you know, out of order: Clue and Deadpool. That's out of order. They're in. They're in pre. Well, Deadpool three is announced according to this, which I'm sure they're gonna make it. I just don't know when that's happening. Uh, Clue's in pre-production. Uh, Spirited. Oh, I'm sorry. The Adam Project is another one. It's in post production, and this one looks like another serious one. It's a it's a sci-fi, but it's serious. It's a man must travel back in time to get help from his 13 year old self. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm a... He's in that with Zoe Saldana. She's in that. Ooh. So, and Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo, uh, and Catherine Keener. So some some names there. Yeah. Uh, um. And then let's see. So, uh, Spirited is a musical version of Charles Di- Charles Dickens's story. Okay, so it's a, it's a musical, I guess. Which that'll be interesting. 
Uh, if he if he comes out singing the sun, I come out tomorrow. Like no, no, he need, his first musical line needs to be "Papa, do you hear me?" Write that down. Write that down. Um, but yeah, that's with Will Ferrell, so that I won't see. But well, it's funny you brought up Will Ferrell because we both silently said, you know, there's other college movies that we could do. Like we, for those Oof. who are wondering, why the fuck didn't we do old school? Yeah. We don't really like Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's really the main less. reason. Like yeah, we're like, you know what? Not... We'll choose the other fucking, um, uh, fucking what's his name? Todd, uh, the guy who directed Road Trip. We'll fucking do that movie over old school. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but I give us an A plus. I I see this as more of a B plus kind of guy. Hey, motherfuckers, get ready for a long closing that us podcasters are obligated to do. I try to make this funny, so bear it all with me. If you're currently listening to this after an episode, then you already know how to find us. But if someone played this for you and you need directions, then you can listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. Or simply Google us. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Seriously, we're not just saying that because we want to. We need your acceptance. Also, we do it live! Fuck it! Sorry. What I mean to say is we show off our shenanigans every Friday on getvocal.com slash pod askew. That is vocal spelled V-O-K-L. This is a way for our fans and friends and family to interact with us and occasionally offer to pay for therapy. Catch these interventions at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do the math if you're not in either of those time zones. Also, if you happen to like us individually, I do a live reading of books called Rico's Reads. This means I take a look and read a book. Currently, I'm waiting for LeVar Burton to sue my literate ass, but I add funny voices and say fuck a lot, so it's not true plagiarism. So let me tuck your ass in on Thursdays on GetVocal.com at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and for you West Coast dudes, that means 4 p.m. If you want to agree with or yell at us, especially CJ, follow him and me and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, I am at Rance Rico, and CJ is at M underscore blade. Clearly, he put more thought into his username than I. We want to thank Logo Mike for our logo. That's why we call him Logo Mike. The dude is our very own Michelangelo. If you want or need some good art, hit him up at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. We got to give a big sloppy thank you to Samuel Lemons for all the original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. When life gives you Sam Lemons, you better pucker up. And fucking finally, and most important, we have to thank all of you. Well, we don't have to. We want to. It really does mean a lot to CJ and I. You guys have prioritized your time listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. Hang tight for the post-credit. Damn it. I need a smoke. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing here, then? Well, unless I misread the website, I'm here for orientation. Oh, <laughs> you scared me for a second. In more ways than one. Uh, you're looking for Harmon College. It's just right on up the hill. But good luck. Have fun. Go, Harmon. No, I'm looking for South Harmon Institute of Technology because, well, it's the only place I got accepted. And I'm looking to pursue my degree in English or law or animal husbandry or anything, really. Did you just say you got accepted here? Yeah, yeah, we all did. Damn it! Pop, pop, ask you.
the I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.